0: Wardcast episode 203. Go! go! I'm Dylan Alvento. And today I'm joined by Joe Whitmore. That's me. Alex Damrath. Hello. And Nelson Johnson. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you,
1: Nelson? Good. And only one of us will survive. <gasps> Wardcast Royale. someone True. has we're, to do it. We're pivoting. It. Yeah. We've we've sort of taken our original FPS formula and mm-hmm. we've turned it into this new game mode. We hope everyone likes it.
0: Oh, no one likes it. Okay, it's a card battler now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no one likes it. <laughs> it's now uh, it's a moba. It's an g-
1: auto chess oh. game now. <laughs> uh. oh. Oh, that hurts. That's too close <laughs> for me. As the one artifact fan in the world, <laughs> that really hurts. Wow. Yeah. You know what? That's not, that's not wrong.
0: <laughs> Dota Underworld. Underlords.
1: Under. Uh, and well, but now you said Dota Underworld, and I want that. Yeah. 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 It's Ultra- like you know, Dota- 1313 of Dota. Yeah. Dota Ultraviolet. Oh, here's, yeah. here's what I'll say about Auto Chess and Dota Underlords by extension. Auto Chess is fun for like 10 hours and then That's it's a lot like of hours well so there, because it's a healthy amount of time because there there is strategy overall and then you've got uh-huh. all the strategies and then you can either choose to continue playing and repeat the same strategies over and over and over again and experience basically nothing new okay or you know you can put it down and be like oh that is the entire experience what i don't understand is people who continue to play them like on loop yeah. it's not like it has the depth of your average rts joe have you heard of mobas MOBAs have a lot of depth, though. MOBAs have significant depth. They do. They do. I they don't do. disagree.
0: I'm just saying, like, I feel like shouldn't no, this also well, have similar depth? It does not. It, it,
1: well, if it did, that would be interesting. But you're talking about you, you don't have control over these characters. So there's no, you know, there's no, like, skill cap in terms of, like, how you click and things like that. Uh, you, the, the, the auto part of it is automatic. So you have enemies and you have, al- enemies and you have, you know, your team that you put together and they smack into each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. They, uh, Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, uh, with war, you know, good job. With a MOBA, you have things like item management, build management, you know, map awareness, things like that. There's a, there's a whole myriad of things that go into like strategy consideration. Sure, uh, and that that requires a lot of time to learn. Even on one map of a MOBA, there's a ton to learn. Uh, with Auto Chess, you only have to learn which units synergize and. Uh, you know where to b- place them, basically, like on your little side of the grid, and that's that is functionally it. Do you not like what's um, Mega Man Battle Network? Does that play similar to this? I've played. I, don't, I,
0: I haven't played any auto chess. Was I, Mega
1: Man Battle Network an auto chess? So I don't. I don't think it was. I think there was more active movement okay. going on in that. All right, well, but it was like it was. As it was the same sort of lane. I, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. The exact same layout. Unlords, Underlords was the only Auto Chess I'd played. I did go and look at other Auto Chess to see, like, is that what Auto Chess is? Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, yes. There's just slight differences in like how you get resources to like pay for heroes or mm-hmm. like how you might upgrade the characters Wait, compared to other. Auto chess, games. yeah, like like auto chess. So the, the league has an auto chess? Yeah, now. what's that one called? It's called like team something. It's oh. it's yeah. I'll look it up. I got team b- butt bumpers. That's but my game, sir. Thank you. Uh, my it's, wrestling auto chess. That, that's weirdly <laughs> part of the league like launcher now. So like you launch into League of Legends, and one of, you could either go into like a moba fight, or you could go into like their auto chess thing. It's weird that it's not like a separate. I guess maybe on. Well, it was lives, like
0: but. a temporary game variant. For yeah. a little bit and then they're like, oh, oh, it's so popular, we're gonna keep it. Yeah. I'm like, of course you were. This had to be part um, of the
1: strategy the whole time. Nelson? It's a good title, team fight tactics. I actually think oh. that's a pretty solid title. How, it. like how a, it's, it's how, like an addendum to like League of Legends, of Legends team fight tactics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. If it's just team fight tactics, I don't know.
0: Oh, that's all I hear it referred to as. It might just be team I, fight
1: tactics. Either way, like I think there's there is something to the format. If you could like add meat to it. There's there's something cool about like all right set your units in and then you know let them battle like at, at a functional level I kind of like that you know you're yeah. you're only involved in like the, the 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 franchise management of your team basically sure and then they go out and they do their thing. Because uh, that's how I play like Total War. I, I, I downloaded an AI mod to do the fights for me. So I could just watch and like hover the camera. And so I didn't miss all the cool stuff that happens. Oh, interesting. Because uh, you can like zoom in and watch people like, you know, decapitate orcs or throw cannonballs and bunch of people up. But if you're too busy micromanaging everything, you can't watch Total War. Yeah. So it's no fun to do like the tactics part of it for Yeah, me. you can only watch some more. So I do all the like, <laughs> you know, like base management, moving my units, deciding where and when to attack, how to upgrade all this stuff. And that's a huge meaty game on its own. If you had that much game around it, but it's meant also to be a contained like do a single run of a of a auto chess, you know, like f- with 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 Dota Underlords specifically, like you play against like ten other players in like a round, like a, like a multi round thing where you're just kind of randomly going up against other players, uh-huh. and it's meant to be done in like a thirty to thirty minute to an hour run,
0: and uh, in Dota Underlords, yeah. Oh, I thought they were shorter than that. I thought I was well,
1: the game, like the individual fights, are like oh, tiny. Right, but the whole tournament. Yeah, okay, you end up going it. for like uh, something like okay. you end up going for like thirty to like eighty rounds okay. of uh, like fights, depending on how hard it is to kill each other. Oh, is AFK Heroes Auto Chess? Uh I thought you had played that. I have, but I it's the know. definition of an auto chess game that I'm wrapping uh, my head around.
0: About it doesn't. It's because that's like. That, that's like left to right right
1: no it's it's left side and right side and then they match yeah, that's meet, not what do you control it okay, then never mind out chess goes top to ah, bottom I would uh, argue though that that could be like a I mean if you don't control the characters and they just kind of meet and yeah fight I mean and, like mechanically it's the same but I don't mm-hmm. think like it was made with the intention nah, of being auto chess. Which is a silly name because it's the only reason it's called auto chess is because it looks like
0: a chessboard. Yeah. Well, it's because that was the name of the Dota mod.
1: Yeah, but that's a silly name for a Dota mod. <laughs> well, Dota is a silly name for a Warcraft 3 mod. Yeah, well, Warcraft is a silly name for a Warhammer mod. Defense of the age. You know what? Warhammer... <laughs> Hold on, let me think. i keep going down. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> <I mean>, d d <laughs> Warcraft, Warcraft was
1: originally supposed to be Warhammer. The Blizzard was making a Warhammer game and then they, they lost the license. Of, yeah. That's
0: ironic because nowadays what's the name of that studio is it uh games workshop games workshop Workshop just gives that license to anyone
1: well warcraft warhammer itself is no longer an active part of their like tabletop side they have age of sigmar which is like a new oh it's like a rebranded it's it's a new new rules so all the old armies they're still playable but they've got completely different rules Uh they've got new lore it's a new world basically the warhammer world of old ended like the, the it, it chaos one vermintide Dead. yeah one end times yeah yeah uh, oh, wow. it, it, and they pass license on to people like the, the total war teams and the vermintide teams and they're still they're writing basically end of the world fan fiction sure. uh, which that's is cool. I mean it's fan fiction as canon now because games workshop is like eh, whatever we're not like
0: do they still do 40
1: K yeah 40 K is still a thing okay now. but that's that was always separate from warhammer in terms of lore and stuff oh, okay anyways suffice to say uh i don't understand auto chess and i never will (laughs) i keep wanting to
0: check it out but then like i open up the app and i just stare at it and it's like let me run you through 10 minutes of tutorials
1: i'm like i'm good yeah i'm good it's it it's almost a good party game we we sat down with like a a bunch of people who uh, i have the fortune of having somebody who works at valve who got us all in to like you know do some like testing of it and for one night we had everybody jump in to play yeah, together crew. play around together and it's a very easy game to banter over you know you have mm-hmm. once you, you 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 sit and you do your thing and then you watch people fight and then it's like oh cool now we can talk about something other than dota underlords <laughs> and uh or other than auto chess in general uh and uh yeah, They're talking was, about team good. fight tactics while yeah, you're playing Dead yeah, yeah. Underlords. Um yeah. But uh, well, well It's not my game of the year, Dylan. I thought <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> All right. Well, put it in the trash.
0: Um we're gonna break ranks. What? Now we're gonna we're not we're not gonna talk about any more games right this moment. What? We're gonna go to news. What? Okay. News, news theme plays. There's no news
1: theme. <laughs> yep. Bring you the best in news.
0: Uh, all right, so I just heard this thing this morning. Um, did you guys hear about this E3 thing? Oh, uh,
1: I literally just saw it. Uh, this is fairly breaking, I, right? Yeah, I mean, it was Whoa.
0: last night, this morning. Uh, the ESA that run E3 accidentally leaked the entire press list. <laughs> everyone that registered for a press pass yeah this past e3 including all of their contact information and their home addresses on just an
1: unencrypted
0: spreadsheet just publicly available on their website are
1: you kidding i
0: wasn't like no one hacked into their back end e3's dead it was just
1: right there click a download button oh look i now know where all these press people death nail Man, didn't something very similar to this happen like pretty recently with another company that like. Capital One? Yeah, maybe it was yeah. It happened in Capital One also. Yeah, nothing
0: in games happened
1: like that recently that mm. I remember. I mean, that's... that's crazy though.
0: It's dumb. Like,
1: I was that's... joking about the E3 dead thing, but this really does suck. I'm legitimately scared really too for like all of those. Because the people who sort of hate journalists can also yeah. oh, yeah. be very no. violent. Oh, yeah. like, and every, like, that's a.
0: Every GamerGator nut mm-hmm. job is going to go through that list and. Right. yeah it's not cool yeah it's, it's it's people i know are on that list yeah uh people i have worked with are on that list and it sucks that's
1: so it terrifying. was just an unencrypted it was like a google sheets thing it was no it was like yeah it was an excel spreadsheet
0: yeah because what they do is they compile it to give out to all the industry people right To like hey here's here are all the press contacts like if you want to reach out to folks at whatever outlet and like get a get an appointment or set up a meeting or yeah. do an interview or whatever like here it is And then they just left it on
1: their website.
0: Like, literally, Mm. I think there was a download link. It was like 2,000 names. It
1: was really dumb. Jesus. So that's just this morning.
0: Uh, It was either last night or this morning. I woke up and heard about it. So I don't know when exactly it broke. But shit sucks. sucks. That's bad. Shit sucks. sucks. Especially
1: with, like you guys were saying, the fact that there are people who are complete nut jobs who will absolutely look up the addresses of these people send that's hate, not okay
0: send hate mail at best and something right. else at worst right mm-hmm. right uh i don't know i guess set up get a p.o box and set up mail forwarding i don't know i don't know what the solution to that is to protect yourself i guess the only answer is that we
1: have to send like chocolates or something
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> to every person every, every name on that list send them like a nice yeah send them a pizza yeah it's an expensive thing it's gonna be a little expensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking about says. like a nice note or
0: something. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, <laughs> too, think of the postage. I only <laughs> put so many forever stamps. <laughs> um,
1: this is awful. It's t- it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. The, you know the ESA should do better. What's the lesson that we learned from this? Be more careful with people's information. At the very least. I don't think anyone has learned that lesson
0: yet. How many times has this happened? True. Target or Cap One, like you said. Yeah. Well I think or Equifax. Did everyone get their Equifax hundred twenty five dollars that you're definitely not gonna get now? Right because they only set aside
1: like thirty million for the entire settlement. How many people does it take to make this mistake, I wonder? You know, like how like how many people are in their like review process for what goes up and who have control over like that thing, like how many people had to miss oh, like, this? who's going to get fired because I feel oh, like well, yeah. who's well, going to who's going to be a fall guy. Part yeah. of it is because like, I wonder, you know, I feel like anybody who who makes a mistake like this is, is, is the kind of person who's like, you know, ah, I'll, I'll never do something that dumb, you know, but then like, it's just like, it's, it's gotta be like a negligence thing, which can happen just about anybody. You know, what's fascinating though is I bet there is, I hope fingers crossed. I hope that somewhere there's an email chain of somebody going, Hey guys, we should take this down like the like one uh, yeah. email that just says like no guys I the concern was brought up at the very least but the idea that it just goes through and nobody even noticed it right is really is is genuinely so
0: scary. speaking from experience
1: the e3 website sucks
0: <laughs> <laughs> what its registration back end is the worst thing i've interfaced in a while and that's speaking as someone who lives in a city where when you go to pay your vehicle registration for the oh, city of God, Richmond, yeah, there is no like confirmation on their site. There is no like um, history of receipts. When you pay a bill, it does not yeah. even tell you how much you owe. Mm-hmm. It just says pay your bill.
1: Yep, yeah, send in mm-hmm. some and money. It, yeah, and
0: then it goes to a different website that has nothing to do with. Yeah, they have like the their, government. Their, their payment. Yeah, the solution done through somewhere else. Yeah, true. That is whack. This e three site is better than that but not by much right because when you go to register on the back end um it so you make an account but it's not really an account it's just like your email address so it's like the 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 ghost of an account and then through that you make your 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 you fill out the form and you send in uh either your industry or press credentials and if you get denied it sends you not one denial email, not two denial email, but it keeps sending you denial emails because what I think it does is that they might just have like a refresh thing on the back end. It's like, all right, query the site yeah. for for requests. All right, send emails to the people that have gotten requests that haven't gotten accepted yet, which includes people that have gotten denied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just send them an email again, right. speaking of someone that didn't get an industry pass, which isn't a big deal. But, uh, and then if you go... Ch- to try to register for a uh, a press pass, you cannot use that same email because that same email has already been locked to the industry side, and so and there's no there's no account like there's a login like so I guess there's technically an account, but like the account ceases to exist once you have confirmed your submission. Oh, like that? Yeah. Mm, okay. So I would say like this this registrations. Several steps above, you know, municipality, pay for your vehicle registration. Maybe a step above MagFest
1: registration. Actually, as somebody who has done the back-end stuff of MagFest registration, MagFest is actually not that bad.
0: Yeah, but you have to have your specific link to get back to, like, your registration for... If you're, yeah. s- if you're a developer, if you you you're an exhibitor. Oh... Mm-hmm
1: there's no login when when was the first e3 again Ninety three nineteen oh eight. 1908 it was in Atlanta? hot so, Let so let me double check for you probably like just a website from back in that era
0: it looks a little newer it looks like it's at least it's from probably gotten a f-
1: it's gotten a few facelifts sure. but the technology is probably like <laughs> 95 yeah yeah that would explain it it's just a sure. little bit in if it's not broke, don't fix it, Dylan. What? Yeah, that's, yep.
0: Yeah. Maintain the status quo. That's exactly what the games industry should be learning. That's right. Wait, this pivotal on. moment Wait, hang time. on. No, guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Stay the course. It's a so sarcasm. Oh, <laughs>
1: Somebody listens is like, all right, well, ah. done. Ah. Rubber Just stamp. keep cranking out Madden and FIFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy this year's FIFA. <laughs> you fool. They have street, like, they have street football in it. Football. 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 They have like football. Volta like street football and you can do like tricks and shit and I was like, "Oh, okay. Do they have on. a story mode?" Yeah. Is it good? Uh, I haven't heard if the story mode in this one's good. Cuz cuz tw- like, 2020 is the one that's not out yet, I don't think. Right. Cuz wasn't the Madden story mode? Yeah, well it was received. Madden and Fi- but I think it was FIFA and then it was Madden. But also in NBA NBA one? The did 2K one. one. NBA did one with Spike Lee. Right. And it was just weird like he's there and introduces the Is is that the
0: one where you start out
1: in the Chinese basketball leagues? No, I think that's the one that came out after the Spike Lee one. Okay. Um, And then WWE 2K20 is coming out, and I guess I'll probably get that. If Becky Lynch is on the cover, I'm getting it. Who's that? Becky Lynch is um, the Raw Women's Champion. She has been one of the biggest reasons why WWE as a whole is getting the platform that it is and like sports illustrated and stuff like that all right but there's still a hugely problematic country so i don't really watch them a problematic country sorry the company, <laughs> the, company. <laughs> the sovereign company. nation company. <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's like a lot of political stuff going on with wwe so i'm i'm getting uh the things that they do for the country mixed up with the company mm-hmm. mm. president mcmahon oh god jeez i hate you so much for putting that idea in my head
0: M- moving on we have another relatively breaking thing. Oh that happened. Uh Ooblets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You familiar with the game, everyone? Yeah. yeah. Actually not. I'm getting getting shake heads
1: over here. I I, I do i I now know of what's happened recently. Right. But but I, I imagine very cutesy hipstery Animal Crossing meets Pokemon. Yeah, that's animal it's Crossing meets cute. Pokemon meets your, your, Stardew Valley. You're farming. Just three up. of the worst franchises of all time. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, wow. But Outer Wilds isn't listed in. For <laughs> fuck's sake, <laughs> Dylan. Hey, I had to get one dick on good. the recording. No, that was pretty solid. <laughs> I just I just <laughs> I'm proud of you for that one.
0: Alright, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. That's right, it. So, so, that's it. so what is
1: So <laughs> what is Oblitz? Ooblitz is like Animal Crossing, meets Pokemon, meets Stardew Valley. You're 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 farming up. Pokémon that pop out of the ground. They follow you around. You have dance-off battles with them with other people who have ooblets, uh, and you're using like winnings and earnings to progress through uh there's there's like room customization. Yeah, in a it looks house like get this. to like build up. The game came out years ago, right? No. no. It has a Patreon far from coming out. It was announced a
0: while ago. Yeah. So what's happened uh. before what happened right now is that it was a double fine presents game right and then they announced relatively soon before double fine announced that they were being acquired by microsoft that they were going they were uh, no longer a double fine game they were being independently published and And so i don't know i i couldn't help but draw
1: a line between oh it's almost assuredly like a like a we that that partnership didn't work out anymore after the after the acquisition. Well, do you think it was specifically because of that? I I I I feel bad trying to cause speculation on
0: that, but it seems the timing seems weird. Because like not, too weird. <laughs> <laughs> but none of the other none of the other Double Fine presents games left, so I don't I don't understand. Right. I mean, like Samurai Gun Two or what else? Uh, 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 Knights and Bikes. Knights and Bikes. And kids had like was about to be released so they didn't have cause to like split but right seemed like an odd thing so I was curious what led them to make that decision and what you know where were they getting their funding where were they getting mm-hmm. their money because I mean the game still had a was a while uh, it still had had yet to be released and I don't think had an announced release date and so uh this past Friday they released a blog post announcing that they were going to be epic game store exclusive. Which is fine. Yep. Sure. Another epic another indie game, like getting the money. Get that get that money. Get that money. Get that free mm. epic money. Get that Skrilla. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I heard was that they gave actually more information than normal Than other people that announced Epic exclusivity, they gave a little bit more information about like why they did it and and Mm -hmm. what they're getting out of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to go ahead and read this whole blog post because A, it's not that long and B, I feel like in order to talk about the entire situation, talking about or reading this thing verbatim probably gives the best impression of what it is. All right. So this is written by Ben. Oh, I forget his last name. Mr. Ooblitz, what's your what's your last name? Folds Five. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, ben Wasser. Um, and so he wrote this, and he kind of does like I believe like the the PR and press and like production side of the game, and then Rebecca accordingly does like most of the development on the game herself. So the blog post is titled "We Did the Thing," and this came out actually it came out July thirty first, so not friday a little bit earlier yeah everyone kept talking about this epic thing so we thought we'd see what it's all about here's what these epic folks are doing first they teach every kid in the world these obnoxious dances and now they're offering funding to game developers in exchange for pc exclusivity on their game store this is exactly what marx warned us about just imagine if other companies got it in their head to offer funding in exchange for exclusives what'd be next game consoles playing Paying for games to be exclusive on their consoles, Netflix paying for exclusive shows, newspapers paying for exclusive articles, it'd be some sort of late capitalist dystopia. Okay, so goofing aside, yes, we've signed with Epic for PC launch exclusivity. It's incredible news for us, and I'm hoping you all can be excited about it too. We asked Epic if we could talk frankly about the situation, and they were like, whatever. So here's (laughs) a bit of insight into what this all means and why we did it. Who is Epic and what are you talking about? Epic is a company that makes the Unreal Game Engine, a bunch of popular games including Fortnite, and the Epic Game Store, EGS. EGS is a PC game distribution platform like Steam, Origin, Itch.io, and GOG Galaxy. Epic paying for PC exclusives has become the latest thing gamers, TM, have gotten angry about, which I'll talk more about a bit further down. What this means for Ublitz. Ublitz will be launching on PC through EGS. We won't be selling the game on other PC stores for a pretty long while. That's, that's the exclusivity bit. We'll be launching on Xbox One. The Xbox exclusivity is just limited to, be, uh, limited to PC. Uh, we'll still be launching on Xbox One. The, ex- the Epic exclusivity is still limited to PC. We got some cash money up front from the deal so we can make the game we always wanted to with fewer compromises. What it means for you. You'll have to install EGS if you want to buy Ooblets on PC. I know that's asking a lot, but I believe in your ability to download a free thing and create a user account. <laughs> if you haven't already done so to play Fortnite, which I know you have.
1: Joe is in a I actually haven't played Fortnite
0: to this day. That's fine. I played uh, it once. Yeah. Why did we do this? So we had a big decision to make and we didn't take it lightly. Because Epic doesn't yet have the same market share as their competitors, they've offered us a minimum guarantee on sales that would match what we'd be wanting to earn if we were just selling Ooblets across all the stores. That takes a huge burden off. That takes a huge burden of uncertainty off of us because now we know that no matter what, the game won't fail, and we won't be forced to move back within back in with our parents. But we do love and appreciate you, parents. now we can just focus on making the game without worrying about keeping the lights on the upfront money they're providing means we'll be able to afford more help and resources to start ramping up production and doing some cooler things uh there's a section of when Ublitz is coming out i'm gonna skip that just go to this more prevalent section angry at epic us the world We're aware of the backlash that's been hitting games that sign with Epic. I don't expect much of our uniquely lovely community to fit into this weird anti-Epic contingent, (laughs) but I figured I'd share our thoughts and have an open conversation about the issues. I've read through all the arguments against Epic, and they all basically come down to a couple core issues. One, EGS doesn't have as many features as other stores. As a user of both Steam and EGS myself, I haven't had any issues with using EG- EGS to buy and play games personally. But regarding the features that are still missing, that's just sort of the way software is developed. Things take a lot longer to develop properly when people tend to realize and no one, and nobody comes to market with perfect software. I remember way back when I plopped the disk for Half-Life 2 into my PC for the first time and was forced to install this new thing called Steam. It was a barely functional mess back then, as anyone who used it from that time period can tell you. It's had like 15 years to improve. If it wasn't worthwhile to improve, it wouldn't have been, and you wouldn't still be using it. I'm sure there's there's a team of folks working on launcher features for EGS, but their work depends on the platform being worthwhile from a market share perspective to keep going. Two, it's anti-consumer to have exclusives. This is the most common complaint about Epic, but I don't think people have really thought it through. I can understand the frustration of having to buy different consoles to play the games you want, but there's no extra cost to use EGS. The store and launcher just require a free sign-up. It's not like having to pay for HBO and Netflix and Hulu to watch all the shows you want. It's more like just having to press a button on your remote to change between free TV channels. It's also really disappointing to see folks threatening to pirate a game just because they can't get it on the game launcher they're used to. Feeling like you're feeling like you're owed the game of other people's work on your terms, or else you'll steal it, is the epitome of the word entitlement that people use to discuss immature, toxic gamers. I get the appeal of wanting to seek out things to get angry about. Venting anger is cathartic and natural. But let's just have a little perspective about what we decide to get angry about. Look at the things going on around you and ask yourself if there might be anything just a tad more worthwhile to be upset about. Here are just a few suggestions. Climate change. Human rights abuses. The new Twitter desktop UI. The last season of Game of Thrones. So let's remember that this is all... Also, he puts a parenthetical that says these are jokes. Uh, well, the last. It's important. Jerks. The last. Game of Thrones
1: jerks. is important. That yeah. one actually.
0: <laughs> so let's remember that this is all low stakes video game stuff that we're dealing with here. Nothing to get worked up about. And I, Ben, slash Perlamps, will be around on our Discord to answer any concerns or confusion you may have. Okay that was a lot so thanks for reading through it all we're really hoping this epic stuff is something you can all celebrate with us for the good thing that it is and we'll have a lot more fun stuff to share with you moving forward and they lived happily ever after and there's an animation of one of the characters flossing with, <laughs> with the ooblets uh, twi- Oy. so that happened yeah. and
1: there was no negative responses
0: <laughs> their discord doubled in size I believe oh yeah <laughs> and
1: solely to complain like it was all people who just showed up for no reason except to and complain. then
0: uh, and then so so I, I hopped in there and uh, it does like a they built like a custom bot to like welcome people in and, and, and warn people when messages have been deleted and whatnot and when it welcomed me in it was like hey Dylan's here say a poem and I was like roses are red violets are blue I like ooblets, and so should you uh, mm-hmm. And that was my w- opening statement because we were trying to get some positivity into that, and then somebody just thing. went "fuck you." Yeah, I said "fuck Tim Sweeney," <laughs> and uh, so it w- it was a shit show. It was terrible. It was just toxic, 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 toxic. They put the slow mo- they put the slow mode on onto uh, <laughs> Discord. Discord. They Damn. only set it for two minutes, which means mm-hmm. you can only send a message every two minutes. I want to crank that thing up to like an hour. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like people were still like just spamming all kinds of shit by the time that like the next day had rolled around like people were like posting graphic images um i think people were like arguing about trump or something like shit had like spun so out of control that like any idea of like a a
1: discussion a real discussion
0: discussion, yeah like a considerable like a discussion on the merits was like just was gone Mm -hmm. was gone Mm -hmm. um so joe (laughs) What are you looking at me for? So there are a couple of things to talk <laughs> about. So one thing, um, the ten cent thing specifically. I was very, Joe. Obviously, you and I don't see eye to eye on this, sure, yeah. and that's fine. But I also don't see eye to eye with the people who flood out Discord and complain. Right, th- so I mean, th- there there is a there's a narrow like gap in there where people with legitimate problems with using Epic reside. and i and i I give you the benefit of the doubt that that's where you reside
1: i don't know how narrow it
0: is i think i think think it's pretty narrow like i think the arguments that he brings up about like i i do honestly agree that seeking out exclusivities isn't anti-consumer because there are no switching costs involved with using epic like it might not be your preferred platform but that's i i i have a problem thinking that's anti-consumer i i
1: think there it 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 has bigger impacts down the road with, with, with the way the games industry will go that may or may not be positive depending on whether, how other developers respond
0: or that may because, or may not happen. Like, like if, if it got more and more like, Hey, Epic has these exclusives. Now you can only play Epic games with a Asus
1: graphics card. Well, but I, or I not mean, Asus, yeah. but like what, like, like ass rock or, sure. or whatever. Um, but no, I, I, I think, you know, my issues aside, I, the bigger issue here is that like the worst people are always the most vocal Mm -hmm. and sure and i mean there's not really you know i I guess uh, there's only one side to be offended in this and so you're going to see a surge of internet trolls right but the problem is that like so
0: there are a couple problems so like the first thing is the 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 epic game stuff i think this whole discussion has like kind of like just gotten way blown out of proportion from where it may have even started and it may have been out of proportion from even when it started and I also think that like I think us as people that have any sort of platform that exists we, we have to be aware if our opinion cuts along the same paths as people with more toxic opinions. than that and there could be extremes on either side like I, I can understand that but what I'm saying is that like I have yet to find a very legitimate reasonable argument not to use epic because the net positives for the developers outweigh the net losses for the players and any positives for the developers ultimately are also net positives for the players because last time we talked about this you know this is solely not being a fan of epic the epic game store is solely like a a consumer focused thing but i would argue that like anything that's beneficial to devs is also beneficial to consumers potentially yes well i think i think for the most part it is like unless it's doing something like very very like we we can like loot boxes you know abusive loot box implementation and dark patterns is not beneficial to consumers but could be beneficial to devs but even then it's not beneficial to the developers it's beneficial to the manager, managers of those development studios
1: sure. and I, I would hope that uh, more like i i hope it has an effect on other platforms you know i, I don't think we've seen much movement from gog or steam or anything on, on like the way they no i think re- i think steam or, like, has developers done developers, but.
0: nothing in response to and even the only thing i've seen steam do in terms of like responding to this is basically dog whistling mm. with like the metro stuff where it's like, oh, this game's not available anymore because they decided to go with a different platform and you should complain to them. If, and, it, and it just, it almost, it, 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 it stirs, it whips people up into a fervor. That's it. Valve doesn't do, like, it doesn't talk about what they're doing until no, they're a black box and it's yeah. bad. Like and, and that's part of the reason people were so gung ho about Epic existing because Steam had screwed over so many people for so long. Or had the perceived screwing overness. And I don't want to get back to that because, so, like, I'll get to you, Nelson. I see you. Mm-hmm. But the. I'm
1: Bernie Sanders.
0: Uh, oh, oh, oh. The, oh, I can hold my hands up in <laughs> 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 the, the um, Just like how I think people that have the opinion of, like, I have a problem with using Epic Game Store and just leaving it there has to recognize that also that opinion is shared with shitty, toxic gamers. Like, I also have to recognize how when I get a little too defensive of uh what steam is doing versus what indies argue against sometimes i have to recognize that that can come off as anti-developer or i've had developer friends who have been like well journalists you know get paid by publishers to run the articles that they do and people like that have to also recognize that that stuff runs very uh cuts with GamerGate arguments like you holding the opinion that you don't like the epic Games store i think in itself in a vacuum is fine but i think we have to be careful about the fact that it can it can agree with people that have much more toxic mentalities i, I
1: mm, so i, I there's there, that, like a man. really nuanced argument there about like what my platform is and sure sure but one but like a similar like i don't like uh last
0: jedi but I cannot argue about why I don't like Last Jedi, because the discussion on that game is so broken. Uh, movie? Movie. Yes, the discussion on that movie is so broken. That's why you didn't like it. You thought it was... <laughs> yeah, because I hate nonsense. women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but, like, Finally, he says it. But you see what I, what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh,
1: here it's tough, though. It, it's and, like I feel a, like, and
0: I feel like Last Jedi has more room for like the, people on either side, and I feel like the Epic Game Store conversation does not, because... I legitimately think the issue that exists today is that I don't want to download another client. And if people are honest with themselves that hey, I don't want to download another client and that was it, like that's fine. But when it evolves into I don't want to download another client, oh also, I don't trust that 10 cents behind it, which does have an air of xenophobia behind it. I'm not saying that you specifically, but other people have brought up like like someone like jason schreier brought up this thing he's like why are people still freaking out about this and someone was straight up like i don't want this chinese id stealing
1: company behind this and i'm not saying that's that that's that's another really like messy place because tencent does have genuine problems as a company not because they're a chinese company right obviously But but the thing
0: is but like the the idea that they had they they ran a program that had a social score is inherent to a chinese culture and and being suspicious of that can cut into being suspicious of chinese culture and otherism uh,
1: yeah i mean uh,
0: again this is not me pointing the finger at you this is well, me pointing the finger of like
1: like the slope slides so quickly yeah but i i mean like so to go to like the small end of this argument is like uh, th- me having an opinion that agrees with people who are toxic is not a reason that I it's a reason maybe I should evaluate my opinions yeah and that's but all I'm saying a reason, it's, it's not a reason to change my opinions uh, if, if I if, if, if my evaluation of my opinion says okay here's where you know like my my opinions were bloated by, by emotions or something uh, and, and, and I just Which I have would the same say toxic my, my
0: like when we talked about like the Steam store Grand Prix stuff my opinion was weighted by an emotional response that yeah. I've had arguments and discussions with other indie developers.
1: But that, but it's okay to have a bloated emotional response when it's something that just kind of passes by, like Steam Summer's the store thing, was well, but, a pretty minor problem compared to the toxicity that it's that it kind of rolled up with the Epic Store.
0: Well, I mean, I would say that that issue isn't minor because of it affects developers' livelihood. But that's kind of getting getting sure. Let's, sure. let's focus on on this thing. I mean, we can disagree about the Epic Store exclusivity. I, we, I think we can agree that shitty toxic gamers are shitty Are shitty toxic yeah. gamers. Um, these t- the the, gallery, no, so, the gallery is staring. So
1: there's a, there's a really fascinating thing that I think is, is happening. And I think it's one of those, I, I don't know how narrow the gap is, uh, or how narrow the section is of people who just don't want to install another client because they're not vocal. You wouldn't because they're, no. because they're not vocal. Um, I I think that when it turns into I think there are subsections of of people on either side of the argument and it just sucks that like regardless of how small or large the group is that's like attacking people that is what's taking over the conversation regardless of whether or
0: not I do almost agree with the idea that this this shouldn't be an argument because there there aren't two sides of this So so
1: so my my one thing not just one thing so, my opinion of this particular thing of the Ublitz thing is like at its core, the decision was perfectly fine. Yes, yeah, the, well, the, I, I
0: the, think the, that? the decision to go with Epic exclusivity is fine. Sure, I think the decision to write this article was a little misinformed, but only or not misinformed, but, but, but it, 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 it was tactful.
1: It lacked judgment only because they they leaned more on there, and I and I acknowledge how fine a line this is to to walk but they used their the like ooblets and the brand personality to be like we're going to be playful about this thing that people are are legitimately upset about which the problem is it didn't address that look people have legitimate concerns it was gamers tm are mad and like you can't you can't foster a conversation when you are mostly
0: dismissive about that but the, but so at the very least that's why it shouldn't be a conversation right like hmm. they're, they're, a conversation could exist about this game being epic exclusive but i was talking to communications people and community managers that i know and they're like the fact that this thing ends with a link to their discord hmm. and like the guy like ha- sharing his email address right there is the wrong tactic take because they should just be like hey we're going epic exclusive we're getting some money out of it.
1: That's it. It should not be a discussion. Do you think it was naive, or do you think it was meant to be kind of like we know we're going to push the beehive, poke the? I, th- I want to say it's a. I think it was naive that they
0: thought they could push the beehive,
1: but still have a productive
0: discussion out of it. Oh uh, sure, yeah.
1: I. But I also say that, in in fairness, I don't think that they expected what they got, because but that I just seems don't know.
0: ignorant of. Yes. But the, the, the I think but I think that's culture. Where,
1: But I think that's where the naivete comes in. Because right. it's like, look, we, we thought that we could have a conversation about this. We didn't realize that it was gonna turn into this massive thing. So the they, unfortunate part is that it turned into yeah. this massive so it thing. So like
0: poured into their Discord. Right. And then at some point they made a dedicated epic chat channel, yeah, which just I'm just like, for this conversation. Guys, what are you doing? Yeah. Like lock this lock the server down. Yeah. This is this is ridiculous. I was even like i was telling someone i was like they should just make that epic chat channel and then if someone sends a message they should have the bot auto ban <laughs> one that sends a message in there
1: they should have like made it so that people who just join can only go to the epic channel and everyone who's been there for a while can have some safety channels mm-hmm. that were like locked down to old users it was yeah. it was
0: it was just a poor and i've heard inklings that the Ublitz team like hasn't been very receptive of like uh mentoring and feedback mm. from other people mm. in the industry and i don't again i don't want to like spread rumors or anything but I'm, I'm curious if this if this cuts into that kind of stuff um but it just seems like there's a certain amount of wanted catharsis or schadenfreude in this write-up right like they want to sure. be like this whole conversation is shitty this whole thing is kind of dumb. Sure. We're going to we're going to we're going to get our couple of hits in towards the toxic gamers mm-hmm. and everything should be fine. Mhm. And then it wasn't. And they're like, "How could this have happened? How could we have predicted this?" And I could mm-hmm.
1: also see it being like a little bit of the we need to have a conversation about this because before we signed with Epic, there was the possibility that we would lose our houses. Like there there's the there's the very real thing of like we need to try and get ahead of this, quote unquote, by having it by opening the conversation. Yeah. I think I, I think know. this might be where they were coming from. It's like we need to open this conversation because we're we're a small studio, we're an indie studio and we need to have this conversation with our there are just the so, people that want to play There the are game. so
0: many other indie games that are now epic exclusive mm-hmm. that announce that they are a- epic exclusive and n- got nowhere near the shitstorm. storm outer wilds epic exclusive that yeah. was a that was a crowdfunded game yeah. originally yeah. people were promised keys did not get the reaction that this game got mm-hmm. the Untiled goose game epic exclusive uh john wick hex epic exclusive mike bithel and the uh um uh the uh panic and all these other developers got I'd, nowhere near
1: is it- I'd argue the audience for those games though isn't the kind of toxic gamer that would get upset about that. But sort you think Oblitz is? Oblitz specifically said our our audience won't yeah. be toxic. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't think Oblitz is, but I do think part of the like it, this is probably more or less about them opening up the channels. Uh instead of having the sort of floodgate and the very and the guys have like a very quiet announcement of of like we're epic exclusive um this one was a very loud and boisterous and then a, a come get us essentially yeah right like, like the they end. wanted like they yeah.
0: i think they saw the pain points that other devs were mm-hmm. facing because
1: i did see stuff like this for metro exodus which has yes the the kind of audience that, that would definitely well, also, do
0: that. So I like again, I would argue Steam fan the flames by putting and a then then there was that on their too. page of right. like, hey,
1: look what they did to us. Mm-hmm. You
0: should be mad at them.
1: Here's a, a weird way to look at this though, is like try to imagine what it would take to convince I, I feel like You know, if it wasn't for the toxic upfront audience, you might be able to have a conversation with people like me if I was involved in the conversation. I'm really not though, because I'm I'm kind of passively watching. But how would you convince the toxic people? Because you're you're not going to convince them. And then also on top of that, the toxic people who are making this big fuss, they're affecting the way people talk, like the way it's it's presented in the media on Twitter and things like that. Sure. But they're not going to stop the flow of money. Like th- this is this is an inevitable thing that's happening, whether it ends up being good or bad in the long run, uh, because the amount of money that that is doing this is is not going to be changed by like a public discourse. Well, well which I mean, is a weird kind of the thing is
0: is that, and we talk about like look at look at the E3 thing, look at the press leak we just talked about. Like, who knows how many hundreds of hate pieces of hate mail or like suspicious packages or whatever press people might get from that? Because even though the current culture and society is pretty politically divided pretty socio-politically divisive it is even worse in games like you'll talk to any journalist like that gets you know constant hate mail because they are you know they are a not a white cis heterosexual male um and, the, and if they switch beats like if they go from covering gaming to covering anything else it all stops it like all the the hateful DMs, all the harassment, all the graphic images that get like emailed to them and DM to them, it all goes away. Because because so games specifically has this weird we we have still yet as a as a as a art form, we have still yet to fully divorce ourselves from like the 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 classic heteronormative... Sort of
1: self-entitled, I own this. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. specifically
0: from the white male yes. perspective. Yeah. And they're just gonna fight tooth and nail to like hold on to that stuff and so do it end games. really in games. Yes, end games. It's, yeah, yes. The end. Marvel's game. end games. It's, <laughs> don't bring Marvel into oh, that. <laughs> that's that's
1: the end game. Bad. <laughs> man, I I, it, it, I I can't imagine where to try to like. I guess apart from just making more like culturally explorative games that you know. Things that don't have typical protagonists things like that. Uh, That, but also like chisel away
0: from like a communication standpoint, I think you just got to pull the lever, like pull the valve and like just shut off the flow of water. Like Mm -hmm. you should not be like, all right, now let's have a public conversation or a discourse or here's my email address. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. You just, you cut, you cut lines communication because this blog post implies that there is a rational discussion to be had with Mm -hmm. the most angry people in this war and there isn't. Mm, like, I get that. That's the same thing with like... Yeah, this go, this 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 cuts down to like social media free speech quote-unquote arguments. Like, oh, I I got banned from Twitter. Therefore, you are affecting my free speech. No, Twitter is a private platform that you sign an end-user license agreement in terms of service to. So you have to agree to their rule set. It's the same thing with a Discord. If you join a Discord, you are implicitly agreeing to those people people's rules. And I argue and this just might be because i'm a hateful spiteful human being i argue that a lot Probably. of public discords do not readily actively use ban hammers as much as they should mm. especially in cases like this i would just be like all right like if you type the word epic in the past like 24 hours you're gone sorry just just like like just we got we got to wipe it away we got to get rid of it we got to get rid of it um and the same thing with, like, you know, all the, the hate and, 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 you know, fascism and stuff that you see on, on social media. Like, Twitter is constantly shitting the bed with, like, making that a safe place for people to have discussions and talk and do things like that. Because they think they're still trapped in this idea that they are affecting negatively affecting free speech if they take out hate speech. Mm-hmm. And they're just wrong because they... they, they de- well, we also hate speech isn't... Never mind. It's not. It's not free speech. What I'm saying is that they, yeah, yeah. they, they. I'm saying that people improperly interpret. Yes. You know um, the rules moderation. Yeah, yeah. As, mm-hmm. as, as uh, and negatively pr- affecting and in, free speech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I think we're still stuck. It, it's all that shit. Like I mean, obviously, like there are greater like societal issues that affect that stuff. But then there are things specific to games. Like alt rightism was born out of Gamergate. Like right. the, yeah. the 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 alt right playbook and the gamergate playbook yeah. are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have yet yeah. to like fully grasp that and we still want to have this like marketplace of ideas and like discussions that really don't A are pretty are pretty toxic discussions and B do not effectively cause change in any meaningful way, even if like a- agreement
1: was reached which is that, that that's kind of where the question i think is for me where how do you cause change without discussion because i i also don't think ignoring it i don't think block blocking all people i mean it's not helpful to have them there shouting stuff. you might as well ban them from talking about epic but also it's not going to help them change, change help change their mind but about that's epic. not
0: but that's not, it's my not the right place in time but it's
1: not my goal my goal should not be to
0: educate and nurture every man baby well,
1: right No, i know but, but, but will the problem remain will it get worse will it get better that's a question i don't know will we ever really escape man babies and gaming because it doesn't feel like it it doesn't feel
0: like we have the tools to fight it either. right but like the thing is like this is almost like a war of attrition in a certain amount like as you have to like seal all exits yep. block off the, the most toxic among us and then try to give a helping install exactly try to give a helping hand to those that want to to do better have you ever seen the movie charlie wilson's war ever seen this movie you guys remember this movie familiar with it all right so tom hanks plays uh uh, a congressman during the uh um the russian invasion of afghanistan which took place in like the 80s and he almost single-handedly convinces the united states government to fund a guerrilla campaign arming the afghan citizens against the russians and and they they flood all this money into because you know the russia was still a communist nation at this point and this you know anti-communism and so they're they're spending all this money just giving like rpgs to like cattle herders in -hmm. in rural afghanistan and stuff so they can fight against like russian helicopters and all this stuff and so that's like the entire arc in that movie and then the movie ends with charlie wilson going back to congress and asking for like a pittance amount, like several million dollars or something, like a fraction of what he asked of the entire whole of militaristic spending on this war, on building schools in Afghanistan. Hmm. And Congress says no, we're not giving you any more money. Like we spent all the money. The Russians are gone. Like the the problem has been dealt with. But in in the ensuing fight, is created this power vacuum where extremist mindsets can 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 yeah. uh, you know start planting seeds. And so, to me, I, and I, I, I always found that, like, I, I, I watched that movie at a very pivotal time and I always found that, like, very striking is that you need to educate people, but you need to educate the youngest and the most, like, willing to accept the education. Like, me trying to educate a 35-year-old that's, like, very set in his ways about what he thinks the game industry should be and what the mm. landscape should be is fruitless because the amount of effort that would take to even get him to like acknowledge and I've seen that like trying to convince people of like that I consider my friends of even like smaller ideas like not, not trying to shape their entire worldview or like not even like convince them of something but just trying to meet in the middle and even that can be fruitless sometimes. So like doing it with... Last Jedi is a good movie, Dylan. Sure. People can like <laughs> Last Jedi. People can like Star Wars. They're wrong. But... uh <laughs> The point is that like they're not worth the effort to try to convince and educate
1: So but to but to that note, and I think it's something that you said, Joe, um I think there is a little bit of leeway that you can give to the Ublitz team of they were talking to their audience. Yeah. And I don't think they that... had a
0: preconceived notion
1: of like what people who exactly. were reading this were. Exactly. They had a preconceived notion of this is our audience. These are the people that are interested in Ooblets and and, and they're like us. And then they open the floodgates to everybody that is an ublitz fan and is against this but also everybody that doesn't care at all about Ublitz and just wants to hate on them because they want a target for attack. But I, but I think that I don't think that they expected that. And I think some of that is some of that is them being naive not to expect like, Hey, like the worst of the worst are also going to come out. Um, But I do think there's a little bit of leeway that we can give to them in saying, they weren't trying to educate the man babies they were trying to educate like the people that they were going after
0: yeah they might be trying to educate fans independence of maybe yeah What well, In-
1: independence but also like fans it, of their game a- that
0: were frustrated about the idea that they might be switching e- to a platform yes uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and but like reasonably frustrated where it's like oh darn i i thought it was going to be on this and it'll yeah, like, be on this
0: that's as far as i like, can accept frustration with the epic games for game this. for any of really. this just okay. like yeah well it's not coming to my preferred platform well
1: i, I mean And if that means that you don't play it, that means that you don't play it. And that's fine. It happens to me, too. Like, Outer Wilds, for instance, changing over. I want to play that game. And I'm still going to buy that game. I'm just going to buy it on a different platform. Because I don't hate the developers for changing. I get why they did it. I understand the
0: developer-positive side of Epic Games. And that's where, like, the dev frustration comes in. Just like a meteor shower. Because it's like you know how fucking hard it is to make a game and also like stay funded while making a game and you're going to like pile, dog pile on us for that. like, And and that's why I think there's some catharsis. That's why I think part of this article is speaking to devs Mm -hmm. because every other dev article is just like, we're switching to Epic. All right, see you later.
1: And and I I could also see it, sorry, I could also see it being that thing of um, it costs so much money to do this. We need to go to a platform who will give us money to do this so that we aren't constantly worried about everything
0: yeah like the mo,
1: like stripping everything else out
0: like one of the most important bits of information in this write-up is the fact that epic is giving guaranteed minimums yeah mm. like no one has said that yet they're yeah. giving guaranteed minimums on games on their on i assume indie games specifically on indie games on their platform and that's important. Like devs should know that. That is valuable mm-hmm. information that mm-hmm. should, that should just exist out in the wild because that means outer that wilds. there there's yes exist in the outer wilds. That because that means there's there's money to be made. Yeah, there's there's money. There's there, someone cares or at the very least pretends to care mm-hmm. enough to give me money to guarantee that. Hey, if e- we will guarantee x thousands of units, I don't know what the figure sure. is. Also it is a timed exclusive yeah it will come out on other platforms and i was i was reading the discord and someone said this they said specifically it will come to steam mm-hmm. there is a there is a timetable it's not based off a certain timeline It's based off a metric so i assume that's units sold interesting like once it hits x units sold they can s- start selling it on steam
1: interesting
0: which defeats the toxic argument even more Yeah. because if you want it on steam you can just wait you might not like waiting but i mean there's thousands of games coming out i you don't like waiting wait. for my birthday right. but yeah. <laughs> I, it's every december 14th it rolls around so oh, you don't well, celebrate early nah. <laughs> no half birthdays yeah it yeah, always, always happens i
1: think the amount of games is part of the reason why uh, my my reactions to this are actually kind of muted. It's like yeah. there's so many games I could also play. If a game that I want Artifact. is is like, ah, well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not interested in that platform. I could just play a million other things. Yeah, right. Uh, because you're a level-headed human being. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hmm. Sure, <laughs> I I still, still doesn't far. like Epic, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, it, I, I, what I'm really curious to see is where this is when games, start coming, when games start coming back to Steam when like two years have passed and this has kind of existed for a while. I'm curious to see where the level of toxicity will be Yeah, two years, five years, because in five years we'll have, this will be far more normalized and we'll have a lot more Epic game store and presumably uh, other platforms will have inevitably changed their platforms to match what Epic is doing. Once Epic starts getting more and more share, we assume that, but I like, I'm
0: almost also willing to put long odds on steam doing nothing and just, just riding into the sunset of, of irrelevance.
1: Well, and, and that would suck. That would that, so that would be that's a that's the reason that Epic scares me, not for like the kind of the use reasons. I have a games list on Steam, you know, and I don't want it to become. I don't know. I don't want it to become a weird buried platform that, at the very worst, you know, Steam is going to be and a to be mad at Steam, not yes, at Epic. Yes, but so so my general concerns about the entire thing, right? This is not a targeted problem, but uh, I, I think it's kind of inevitable that Steam will change because uh there is certainly epic is going to keep on getting more and more market share over time and then eventually you, you have to respond and i think steam does respond eventually whether or not it works or, or valve responds eventually whether it does or does not work we'll see uh but uh i i think i think we're just we're just waiting for the change in the the landscape at this point My thing is i just can't see I, I can't see steam changing in any way that would like actively negatively impact players or users to respond to this and so like any for for my money also this is coming from a fan of all elite wrestling which is very specifically targeting WWE as competition from my point of view I don't see how epic being competition doesn't make steam doesn't force steam to get better if they make a change at all Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like because I think even if you don't want to participate in epic which is fine like I I am not going to argue that you should Um, it's fine Joe it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, jo- I know it's fine, guys. Joe? <laughs> it's fine. Um, but it's, even if, it, but it's it's fine. Even if you don't want to like complete again, completely fine. Uh <laughs> not uh work with Epic in any way, that's that's fine. Um is it but fine it, that I it's fine. don't want to play on Epic? It's but bullshit. but I think <laughs> I think whatever changes Whoa, come what? from that can only push steam forward and gog I and, think steam, and origin i think
0: steam is going to be the microsoft of the 90s that they're gonna they're gonna like cross
1: the, their arms and they're gonna
0: be stubbornly sink into the ocean but then windows well, 10 microsoft comes is out and it's like, hold up right but but like ie like yeah, specifically sure. like that like we're forcing everyone to use ie in office and it's pre-installed and everything and you can't install any other web browser like that kind of shit like the thing that the the antitrust yeah sure, like part sure. of microsoft
1: i will also say two more things about about this as a whole is one, I, I don't think the I don't think the toxicity is going to go away. Uh, just j- just I think it'll because, change not I by itself. It'll, I think definitely it'll, not, because that's my second point. But I definitely don't think it's going to go away because, like, look at what happened with Bayonetta two. It was just like, oh, like, and this was this was years ago, and it was still about consoles and like that that kind of thing had been happening already. Of like, oh yeah, this game is Final Fantasy. It's a PlayStation exclusive now, and then like years later. Bayonetta 2 is now a Nintendo exclusive. Well, and you still thing. saw it's the like, same kind of you know, toxicity I feel out of like
0: that. Most of the toxic people in this argument are PC master race people that never ever owned a console, and they could they could never reckon with the idea of like choosing
1: a platform. Don't sully the the term <laughs> PC master race. That's
0: <laughs> a bad term. It sullies it's itself. Not <laughs> <term>. <laughs> it's, it's not a good term. term. <laughs> it's not a good term.
1: Master race <laughs> but but is in this, the term. We yes. can sully it as much as we like. <laughs> right. It's it's been sullied uh, for no one likes Dark Knight Returns three. Master, Ring. yeah, That's yeah, yeah. you're right. Dark Knight um, Returns three. It was yeah. It was Batman Dark Knight Rises. Dark it was knight dark, Rises? dark Knight. Dark Knight Strikes Back and Dark Knight Strikes. Oh, wait, again, it's something else. I what think it is, was yeah. games? With that? The Return of the Dark the, Knight. Something like that. But the second point, the twin, is that dark knight. I Nights. don't think that toxicity is going to go away until we reckon with kill what? all the gamers. I'm no, just, whoa, wait, no. <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> he's got a point uh, in this room. Plan, <laughs> yeah, hang get, on, let's hear uh, him. Out. Plan B. <laughs> I, I don't think that toxicity is going to go away until we reckon with the the core thing that Dylan was talking about of the gamers, quote unquote, tm whatever have a. Sorry, excuse me. Stereotypically, the loudest gamers and the angriest gamers have a have an an ownership that's unearned, um, of like. I am mad because Final Fantasy is on PlayStation. Made worse I am by mad the fact- that Bayonetta is on Nintendo. I am mad that this game is only going to be on Epic. But again, you're not one of those people, which is why, which is why Dylan's like you exist in that in that sliver, however wide that may be. But a silent and, majority, majority, yes, uh, hmm. maybe minority. <laughs> Hopefully, silent majority, but we don't know.
0: But also, I feel like why should there be a silent majority about being frustrated about I, again? Like it, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to like. Because like, people are gonna want what they're gonna want. Where is justifiable frustration? Where is unjustifiable frustration in this discussion?
1: And is unjustifiable, unjustifiable frustration okay? Well, if it that's leads, that's a
0: good. That's a good question. If it leads to toxicity and hatred and no. and, and hateful spam messages in a Discord, I would right.
1: say no. But let's. But in the hypothetical where I am in the silent majority and my unjustifiable frustration. Is uh is actually just a part of a, a large silent group that's like, come on, guys, it's just a couple of us. It just happens to be a couple of us that equals several million not all gamers. Hashtag not all gamers. Hate it, hate it. <laughs> but I will say this. Then goes back to another thing Shame that man. this goes back to another thing that Alex has brought up a while, like a, a episodes ago, of. But then there are tools that are in the middle ground. Really, like, you can get away. Like, uh, what is it? Play. Play. Play it's the free one. That's Play. Available it's the free one. Now. The new God Galaxy, Galaxy is I, out. I'm using that. It's great. Um, and like there there are ways to get around this so that you avoid the issue that you, Joe, were talking about of like Steam is now this like old decrepit thing that I, that I don't want to go back to anymore because so many people had left it. Even Steam can like add other games. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can like, add Outer Wilds to Steam. Right. And yeah. Not interface with Epic at all. Right, yeah. well, and so I think there are, there are ways around it that I think. But again, like why need... why would the issue sure. exist
0: that I would have to buy the game on on Epic? Like they're all faceless monoliths of platforms. Like where does it matter where my money because, goes?
1: Because some people have brand loyalty, and some people have issues I guess. And, and brand disloyalty. As I well. think
0: the toxic gamer stuff is made even more frustrating by the fact that most gamers don't know how games are made. Sure,
1: like I think you really do. Which need is to... fascinating because it's 2019, and it's so easy to get into like. Let's look at, let's read a document or let's watch a documentary about the making of a game, at least so I know, oh shit, you worked yeah, but for that means, that two means years, years on how hard this is. And that all requires,
0: this. requires a level of like um, self awareness that, hey, I might not know everything about this culture and oh, industry. Boy, I'm, you're I'm 100% about. right. Guys, wow. Yeah.
1: I've seen those commercials back in the day where they had to improve the graphics <laughs> on level two. Yeah. I know yeah. how games are made. Right. Yeah. But it like, I think, I think on the
0: dev side, specifically the indie dev side, because like AAA, like a lot of developers within AAA can't really speak because, you know, sure. their their hands are tied by whatever massive corporations. Well, yeah, whatever their contracts might might say. But like the <laughs> like the fact that you have this toxic person that's attacking someone for choosing to go with a certain storefront and then that same person might go on a steam forum thread and attack someone for using a unity plugin that had that creates their controller support like shows a level of of ignorance about something that just or the people that say oh you used a pre-made game engine to make your game you must not be a good developer is wild to me and so i think for the dev side there is just there's a giant chip on people's shoulders about all of that About all of that. About all of that. It's all the same thing to to developers. And I think to a certain extent, they're allowed to feel that way. Like the the toxic gamer that hates on someone for using a certain code base or a certain engine or a certain plugin is the same as the toxic gamer that hates on them for choosing to go with
1: Epic. And I think misinformation is like, Probably the biggest problem we have in the world as humans as right. human beings. Again, it's a Gamergate tactic. Yeah. It's
0: it's spreading misinformation. It's Gamergate is not about sexism and harassing women in the industry. It's about ethics and games it's, journalism.
1: I, I would say it's not even just the tactics. It's not even just spreading misinformation. It's the lack of drive to find information. Even if like for instance, you could you could go and try to find information about politics by which which candidate you want to vote for an election and you could find an article that is not meant to be misinformation but is just poorly sourced poorly vetted they they spread misinformation by accident even though it was an honest journalist sure and then you have this information that spreads and it wasn't a tactic although it certainly was sometimes in the last election with russian uh, interference but misinformation is a problem that comes from both sides people who are spreading misinformation but also a very lazy populace who doesn't like in any subject elections gaming they don't have they don't have a drive to vet things they look for things that that confirm their bias and they move on Mm -hmm. and and it's I, i like i think it's a it's a it's a problem that is going to continue to influence a lot of different spheres of technology and culture and society forever because i think that's we we have the internet and we don't know how to regulate it in terms of the way we use it. Not regulate it in terms of like policy and things like that. But sure. we don't we don't know how to regulate ourselves on the internet. Right. Um and the and in other means we have to spread information. And so we're doomed, basically. Uh cool speaking. I'll, t- of I'll take it. Apocalypses and the epic game store. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. What's the plural of that? Apocalypse. 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 Apocalypto. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Mel Gibson's
0: Apocalypse Joe. Gross.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, oh, look at that. What's that out there? It's a segue. Uh, we're <laughs> going to talk about Metro Exodus for a second. Yeah. So. Oh, did you play it? Yeah. Whoa. I bought Even it. Even though it was on the Epic Store? <laughs> Even though it was on the Epic Game <laughs> Store. I actually bought it from Humble because they had a sale and it was like $32. What key was it? Was it? Like, hell yeah. huh? Was it a Steam key or was it, it a... Was a hum- it was an Epic key. Okay. So, I'm fine cool. with this.
0: Yeah. I was just curious because I mean it okay. was it was on Steam, so I didn't know like. Yeah, right.
1: Joe. What if you bought something through Humble Bundle and then it gave you an Epic key?
0: Well, he'd look at the gun in his hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Loggingly. think yeah. a happy thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, it. It gives you the option of which stores you want to get the key from, right? When you're like, not if it's Metro, and <laughs> not if, it, apparently not not if not it's, it's exclusive Metro. to a platform. Well, I guess I mean I would
0: I, hopefully. I don't even know. think like does does Humble give you itch keys? Is that an option? (gasps) Anyways. but Like all Ubisoft games, you're going to get a Uplay key for it.
1: Uh, Pretty much. I I haven't run into that issue yet. But anyways, Metro Exodus. Yeah. Yes, please. It's fantastic. Man. Is it pretty? Um, It is very pretty. I'm actually scared to turn the RTX on because it's already kind of making my computer... Wine, really? Uh, it's a it's a 2080, but it's not a 2080 Ti. Um. Oh darn. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> just living Skimping. in poverty. Living in really? poverty over here. I, I um, hate everything about what you're saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I only got two
1: 2080s <laughs> <laughs> Ti together. That's a lot. What's my break in this with room? A, with an i9. Yeah, it's a. Uh, God. <laughs> it's painful. Um. So, but it, yeah, it's uh, it's very pretty. I I think I want to just touch on for a second how much I love the Metro games because that sort of ties into it. Uh-huh. And um, I don't think I've ever talked in the past about how good 2033 is at creating a game that keeps tricking you into thinking it's not a horror game. Uh, oh, so it's absolutely it, it is a horror, horror game. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and like it keeps making you think, oh, it's just, a, it's just a stealth shooter, you know, it's just you got guns, you're fine, it's all good. Um, just open this closet yeah, yeah. it's like uh, um and and i think about that a lot as a designer about how good metro 2033 was at creating that sense of suspense and like all the tricks it does to do that uh one of the bigger things being you've always got things to maintain there's always maintenance with your character uh so you have a flashlight that's charged by like Pulling out a charger and then like squeezing the trigger so yeah. that you charge. It I've back seen Chernobyl. Up. I've seen how they did it. Right. Um, <laughs> so you have uh, what is it like a gas mask that uh, you have to like watch your, the filter. Your watch and like it has, has a, a timer on it, and like when it starts to run out, like you have to know to replace the filter. You have to like put tape over the gas mask when it when a crack appears. You have to clean your guns, and it's like all of this extra things like reloads in Metro are never just like press a button. There's always, like, oh, I got to hold this and then, like, pull the trigger and, like, pump it. It's just, like, a constant flux of, like, all these things you have to do. It's kind of, like, receiver-esque in the the reload way. And I really liked receiver, too. So maybe that sort of plays into it. Um, So all of that mostly returns, but Exodus plays it up as a bit more of an adventure. Right. And I heard Last Light was a bit like this, too, where they sort of moved a little, like, they keep moving a little further away from the horror influence. There's still scary things um but uh, uh exodus is is largely focused on creating a sense of scale every level um it's cool in that every level is sort of like a miniature open world uh you get sort of the flavor of an open world game but without a lot of the limitations uh there's still there's a lot of quality over quantity essentially in that sense um they fill every map with something to do it's very uh, Breath of the Wild in that sense. They sort of plot out exactly everywhere the player can do and make sure there's something to do in that little section. Mm-hmm. And then they, so far, I've experienced like three different maps. And then they've all done this. Um, and then on top of that, it's delivering me the exact same sensation I got from playing the first uh, New Wolfenstein, New Order. Okay. Oh. It's delivering a very heartfelt, beautiful story about escaping from, you know, the first two games were all set like underground, escaping from that and trying to find a new home amidst the waste. Are you playing the same character? Yes. For all three games? Yes. Artyom. Artyom. Uh, oh, right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. He is uh, the main character of the books, too, I believe. He's they had a,
0: really cool loading screens in the first game where yeah. it's like
1: narrative was delivered he's, through yeah, loading Every screens. loading screen is he's writing in his journal what's happened and like he's, yeah, and he's speaking it while it's being written out. Is in that front still of you. the case in yes. this? But they got rid of the bullet economy, right? Uh, yeah, there's no bullet economy. Uh, so Weird. now it's replaced by, uh, hands down, the best crafting system I've ever experienced in a video game. Ooh. Because. It actively avoids all complexity. You have two resources, chemicals and metal, and that's how you make everything.
0: Sounds like someone should play Fallout 4. <laughs> that has a pretty good crafting system.
1: That's pretty good. I, you know, it's just like as soon as you start offering like more than like four or five things, and I'm just like I'm lost. Well, I don't and that anymore. one, what's
0: cool because that was the case in like the in Fallout Three in New Vegas, mm-hmm. is like here's eighty thousand different pieces of junk that are used for like specific recipes, right? And four, everything breaks down to four or five base materials. Okay, you have like adhesives, metals, ceramics. Well, actually, it's more like ten. It's like a set of ten. Um, But what's also great is I have a great tagging system Mm -hmm. where it's like you're at your workshop and you can tag, oh, this recipe requires these uh, ingredients that I don't have. And then whenever I'm in the world and I pick up a random item that has that ingredient built into it, Mm -hmm. it'll mark it for me. So I know to grab that and not eight cartons of cigarettes or whatever. So that's
1: a good step in the right direction. I think like Metro is really good just because like you can pick up everything for one uh so like there's no limit to how much you can carry and then like again it just gets broken down into these two and it's so easy to manage and at any point you have like a workbench built into the back of your backpack that's how Ooh, they introduce it okay. all right so like while you're out in the wild really you cool. don't need to stop or find a new space to do it you can just always pull it out reconfigure your gun swap out parts build like if you need knives you can like you know cool. do that with your metal and so it's it's a very open-ended, it feels like a really solid, every every level feels like a really solid adventure through that space. You're experiencing a na- a, a narrative exclusive to that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the first, um, the very first level, the very first open level that you experience is sort of like right outside of the starting city. So it's very cold, it's very snowy. Uh, and you find a a cult starting to form of these people who believe that electricity is the problem is the problem is is the reason the entire world went up in flames like electricity is where the devil hides all of these electronic gadgets are the problem that could be true actually yeah same and so the whole thing with them and and i sort of and and the game like never says this explicitly Mm -hmm. there's like one guy 'Cause uh you, you're sort of introduced to them as you like you it teaches you how to use a boat. It says go to this boat, and then go to this place, and then you just Okay, waiting for that car. Uh and then you go to this boat, you learn how to drive it, you pilot it up a river, and then you pass it basically through a church of of these people who are who are busy sort of mm-hmm. praising not electricity. And um you sort of there's There's one guy standing outside the church who like seems to be nice enough to tell you like you know turn your flashlights off or like whatever you have, just make sure you know they mm. don't see it so that you can pass through it and not uh and not like bother them essentially mm-hmm. and then so like the story in that area evolves in that they've got a woman holed up in the tower of their church um sort of cobbled together. Who they believe is a witch because they caught her using some form of technology, and so you have to like rescue her. Techno and her, witch, yeah. And so you have to rescue her and her daughter, and that's the sort of the story arc of that level is you have to um, get them back to the car. And there's sort of like this this arcing. Um, all of the plots in each area are like you collecting more survivors and their stories, and uh, how they are sort of evolving the narrative in the train as it uh, as it travels through. Uh, apocalyptic russia um but there's also like the sense of like everyone there is just kind of they're not hurting you they just are very upset that you're that you're the devil and you know how it be they they have they have like a militia but you can you can choose to not kill them and then at the end of that level like the story changes depending on all of your actions and very dynamic and interesting ways cool. um, that seem very fluid and, and nice. So, like, at the end of that level, there's this... this The final challenge is essentially this huge barricade that they have built surrounding uh, a, a gate essentially that the train can't get through. Like, the tracks will run into it unless you lift it. So you have to get to the top and lift the gate. But it's full of, like, the church's militia. And... It was just this amazing sensation of just like, all right, I've understand I'm understanding the mechanics, I'm understanding like the, the simplicity and the complexity and how they've sort of intertwined. And in that um I haven't even like mentioned stealth is entirely based on you have like an LED built into your watch that basically if it's if it's lit up you're you're able to be spotted, and if it's not, you're hidden. That's cool. And like that's it. So I was able to like use that, use a like you get cans that you can throw for a distraction. And I just ghosted through the entire thing. Oh, no one okay. saw me. Do you like Fallout? I
0: mean, Fallout. Do you like Far Cry 3? Uh, yeah. Like Three? yeah. Because taking over specifically, or three or four. I like of, of, of I that liked style. two.
1: I liked two. Oh, you're lost cause. And I liked Blood Dragon. I okay. didn't play a whole lot of three. I didn't. Three is cool because it has
0: that like I can attack this compound stealthily or. Mm-hmm um going guns blazing yeah going guns blazing yeah it's got that immersive sim light thing going on right and it's then, a- and, and there's always like an objective to like kill all the people inside the little compound and they're like mm-hmm. little puzzle boxes like they're not huge little huge things right um but like if it, if it has styles and strokes of that i always like doing that in games like mafia 3 has that where it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna stealth around
1: this, right. this area like and, i always and take try out and be really sneaky and uh yeah so like at the end of this one I get to the top and like the the grand whatever bishop or what uh, of of the whole cult is um he's like really happy that you didn't kill anyone like he's like you know you may be demons but you know I'm I'm but you're nice demons yeah you haven't done anything wrong so maybe we can change or something like that and like you can so easily tell how that scene would have changed if you had behaved any sure. differently and and like killed anyone who met like any members of the church and he just like opens the gate and lets you guys through
0: interesting cool. Cool, cool,
1: cool. uh yeah so it's a it's a great story it's a great uh shooter with all these nice immersive sim elements everything feels like it's reacting off of each other um wonderful moments like there's a big big scary bear in the and the level I'm in right now and I just kind of have to watch out for it uh it's a Bears are scary. Bears I are running. scary. Um, yeah, it's a, I, I highly, highly recommend this one.
0: Cool. If I jumped in without playing much of the first two, would I be missing out story-wise? I think wise? So. Okay. Um, Does it have to do a good job of like, summarizing where everyone is?
1: Yeah, the most you need to know is that our team got married in the second one. I oh, think. congratulations. Yeah. Um, I think actually married between the second and the third one. I think you, you is, meet her in the second, but yeah. I feel like this is one of those... Um, witcher wild hunt things where it's yeah, like yeah everyone's just gonna it. jump in right yeah. yeah. uh like cool. even even by virtue of the fact that they don't have numbers on this yeah
0: alex i want to i want to briefly talk about some games we've been playing together and yeah. i want to give nelson and joe uh some time to talk about their stuff sure i uh i think that can work okay we played some more brawl stars we did together multiple times Couple. since we talked about it yeah two or three yeah. times
1: yeah up in there yeah what, what's it's, your ranking? Uh, well, Are you with Shelly? I'm, I'm maxed out uh, rank, and then so it's weird because there's like rankings for each character, and then there's well you they have multiple rankings. bars. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of bars. It's got a. I, I'm realizing that in the beginning, I said probably like it feels like less dense than most mobile games in that sense, and it's sort of unveiling that it's not maybe quite as less dense as i uh, thought um because there's like a power meter for every character and the then there's a bar. ranking
0: i know we already talked about this once there's a blue bar thought. god damn it
1: <laughs> it's like an xp bar oh you talking about like the the trophy road no
0: there's one to the upper right like when you when you finish uh, a match
1: oh yeah so that's just like a regular experience bar
0: that's, that is that level wi- is that account wide or is that specific to that's account wide okay
1: yeah and i don't know why is, it's there honestly. yeah what is that map to nothing great Is that record ralph on your screen yeah so wait, I, what i current well i currently have frank oh it he looks, looks like a bit like rick ralph yeah. Yeah. yeah okay um and, uh, yeah, so it's been fun. We tried some of those... Did some uh, duos on the... Did some duos. This is the first time I've actually Battle played Royale. with a friend because I've just been playing solo until you and I hopped on together. Uh, and, yeah, I, I feel like this is the one Battle Royale I can really get into mm-hmm. just because it's like, it doesn't feel like I really waste any time with it. It... Um, it oh, Dylan disagrees. No, no, no. I yeah. really like it.
0: I'm trying to say that the... There's this great loop where it has, like, the timed, like, currency generation thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, every, I don't know, 12 hours. So, you have regular coins.
1: (laughs) You have coins. You have tokens. You have star tokens. You have gems. You have have tickets. You have have star points.
0: You have tokens that you accumulate um, every time you win a match. you have trophies. you have trophies. You have tokens. You have (laughs) tokens tokens that you accumulate every time you win a match. And every hundred tokens, you can uh, get a loot box. Right, right? Okay. Um, but you get them really quickly. They're very qu- like yeah. if you if you win like two or three matches, like you get a box. You get enough.
1: Then you get star tokens, which you get like a max of four a day, pretty much four or five. Like if yeah. the event's
0: running, you can get five.
1: And then ten of those get, get you, you a the, big box. A big box.
0: But so the star uh, tokens, the, big box. the star tokens uh, uh, re up. On every type of game variant mm-hmm. every twelve or so hours, right? So every time your first win every twelve hours gets you a star token. I think then, every
1: game mode cycles like like you get a new one every six hours and then the game modes stay up for twenty four hours. Sure, well however yeah. it works.
0: But basically it's 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 time based, and mm-hmm. so there's a timer based on when you can then win another right. star token.
1: Um, wait, 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 what are the star tokens for again? The bigger Ten loot boxes. Ten of them get you bigger loot boxes. There so. are
0: three okay. sizes of loot boxes: grande, venti,
1: <laughs> maximum. <laughs>
0: yeah, Gi- <laughs> giganto.
1: Trento. The the giant ones are are, are pay to yeah, open. Yeah, the giant only. ones you can yeah. only get with. Oh, and there's like a few on the trophy road after you get all the characters.
0: Yeah, I love the trophy road. Um, um, go down it every day.
1: The <laughs> but but keep cu- talking about this game I'm realizing it's far more complex than it lets on immediately. Right,
0: but what's cool about accumulating the star tokens is that it's this it does the same thing like Animal Crossing does, right? Where like Animal Crossing you boot up every day and you mm-hmm. do your your chores that you do every day and you go and you get your fossil and whatever you pick your fruit. It's the same thing with the star tokens is that you know, I wake up in the morning. I am getting ready for work. I am doing my ablutions. I'll sit down and play a little bit of Brawl Stars and and it's very get my star tokens. Good at
1: that addiction, yeah. Thing it's the same thing yeah.
0: with like WoW daily
1: quest, right? It's right. Like,
0: right. Log on the WoW. Go do my daily quest. Right.
1: Get my XP. And and like I I don't feel like I would be upset. I like I would be more upset about it if the game wasn't as fun. As it was, because yeah. I think like the core gameplay is just kind of a blast in general.
0: I dislike most mobile games because most mobile games are like turn based or very
1: tap heavy.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. This is very active.
1: This is this is a good like action multiplayer. Like if I wanted an arena shooter type thing, like this is what I would want it to be like on a phone. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very good. Okay. It's very good. Um, you just, got you guys should try it out. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the I'm honestly. I'm it's got at good art right now it's made by paul chambers like all of the art is is paul chambers who's like a great great 3d artist it's a little um,
0: more distinct from like clash of clans and clash royale right yeah i'd mm-hmm. say so it's a little different it, mm-hmm.
1: it's basically like paul chambers brainchild with supercell money is essentially what happened supercell and money supercell's got that got money that supercell money got that um money. and and it's sort of created this perfect storm of a mobile game that still has a lot of like you know supercell's good at you know making doing the whole mobile monetization thing yeah but on top of that like their games are good too so they sort of have this i don't know if you want to call it an excuse <laughs> but that's the idea
0: yeah it, they're not the most creatively bankrupt mobile studio <laughs> yeah
1: we'll say that they'll uh, they're they're good at making mobile games that don't feel like you're garbage for yeah, playing them <laughs> and that are like terribly addictive and right and t- taking advantage of you and your wallet Uh,
0: We also played some Risk of Rain together. Mm. I only played it once. So you haven't played it by
1: yourself since you've just done that one. Risk of Rain 2. Risk Risk of Rain rain 2. The 3D one.
0: The medium difficulty is a little too hard, and the easy difficulty is way too easy.
1: So I feel like medium difficulty is way too hard for your first time. Sure, oh. especially because you didn't fig- did you, you hadn't figured out what the loop was at that point. Right, and, I didn't and you know what like, the items did. Did you play Risk of Rain One? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Risk of Rain One is really hard. Like the easy is way too hard. It, I, I, well, <laughs> I don't know. I, got, <laughs> I felt I, maybe I played it so much that eventually I just like uh, I got to a point where I could solo it pretty pretty regularly. But um, I feel like Risk of Rain actually does weirdly, even though it's 2D to 3D, it still informs so much of how you play the game. Like mm-hmm. going from Risk of Rain to Risk of Rain Two i got it immediately i was like oh okay it's, yeah it's just it is it is so immaculately a 3d version of they did a really brain. good job uh, translating it um yeah. and and i just like this one a lot better because as i think i mentioned when i brought up first on the show like 3d skill set for me is just a little easier for me to pick up sure than a 2d one
0: you're a 3d i'm a 3d guy organism yeah think in three dimensions i
1: live in the 3d world i am so, a 3D guy. I still you ended know. up 3D world. I still ended up preferring the first one and I think it might be more visual than anything. Uh, yeah, I could say. The the second game does look really cool because it keeps mm-hmm. a lot of the like the broad colors like yeah. Yeah. it's it's I do like the palette a lot. It's almost like an adaption of like okay, you've got the these pixel art that doesn't have a lot of detail. Uh but we're not going to like fill in too many more details on these characters. Right. They look like extrapolations of their pixel art characters, which is another really cool thing. Right. Um, And and so it looks great. And yet I'm still kind of in love with the look of risk of rain one. It's got a look. Yeah. It's a good look uh the only other thing the only other knock i have i guess which is too was that when i played a melee class and i had to fight like creatures in the air i was Ugh. yeah <laughs> it was so much more frustrating <laughs> i feel like mercenary is such a fun challenge for that reason right but yeah, yeah i totally get it i have got friends who only play mercenary so <laughs> i had fun playing it
0: i don't know if i'd like outside of like playing with friends i don't feel a need to seek it out hmm. okay um but i, I mean that's fair it was fun to play uh I th- obviously it's it's obviously a still an early access game right mm. <laughs> it's like the UI especially like the in the in game UI like the like the in encounter UI mm. still needs some work cuz it's just like a giant table at the top with every item you have and i'm just like okay that's not the most visually appealing and it doesn't communicate the most until you like get into the system of like oh i know what every item does right
1: it's got that roguelike ramp where you like you really need to know what everything is like i sort of felt turned off by gunge in the beginning mostly because i was doing poorly but also just because like there's so much and i don't know what most of it i is. just wish
0: that stuff was relegated to like a screen overlay that you could hit a button to bring up and mm. dismiss like it
1: wasn't always sitting there and and that could work for risk of rain too because you also have like every object glued onto your character yeah yeah like you can still sort of tell at a glance what you have and then like it's a very dead space in that way where right. it's like
0: it it's communicating through the through the art design what you're what you have i think that's a good point yeah um that's, like, my only chief criticism Then, like, I thought the difficulty ramp was a little weird because, like, we played... It, I, I think the problem was I started you off on medium and it was like, wait, hang on. And well, then, it, like, but the assumption is that medium is a medium difficulty and we lasted, what, two bosses deep?
1: Yeah, but you also, like, at that point hadn't figured out the game's loop. Like, sure. you weren't aware that you had to be buying things and, like... It was right, like, yeah, oh, like, I didn't know what all the yeah. capsules
0: on the ground did and...
1: I think... I... It, it's the kind of game that could do with a warning that says, "Hey, you're gonna die in this. You know, try a few times because it is a game mm. where, sure, it's roguelike. You learn by you learn by dying. And <laughs> I mean, it, it is, is a roguelike. It's a roguelike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think and and like I think, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I think what I like so much about it is that it's a roguelike that is so determined to make sure every run is fun, as opposed to like. Let's hope those dice roll well this time. Like, yeah. you will become a ball of, of damage at some point in Risk of Rain too. You will become a god. It's just a matter of time.
0: Yeah, there were some parts where it did feel like we were just kind of slogging, though. We are just like, all right, pump these these bullets into these enemies but to how, make the numbers go up. how many classes
1: did you play also? I mean, well, we only had the one. Right, so that's the I other thing. I think he unlocked like, one after. Well, we
0: did the... What was the thing where you kill yourself? Like, you... Sacrifice so you yourself to the altar. That,
1: and I think you unlocked uh the Huntress too from doing the third or fourth teleporter event. Risk yeah. of Rain is a little bit like a fighting game where you have to kind of figure out who your characters are also. Mm-hmm. Because they do play, even though it controls the same, you know, it's th- their abilities make it feel very different. Yes. Um so uh in addition to having to kind of learn the the learn the game, you have to find the right characters for you, which takes a little bit of time, but uh, no, I, I, would. I would like to play more of it. Yeah. So, I mean, if we want to... I think we should do all... Do another match. Yeah. Because uh, it sounds like Joe has it. Mm-hmm. Nelson. Mm, I could you have should, it. You should buy some Risk of Ring, there's a, there's a, How uh, many Devil May Cries is it? <laughs> take a <laughs> chance uh, wait, at getting wet with us. With us. Take a, three, three, take a chance on me. It's point three mm-hmm. Devil mm-hmm. May Cry fives. Intriguing. Buh, 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 buh. And both... Price and quality. Well, hey, hey. hey. Uh, well, I, don't, I, don't, I can't argue that yet. I don't know what Devil May Cry Five is like. Doesn't the possibility of that. getting moist appeal to you? Yeah. yeah, I could just play Devil May it Cry doesn't. Five, <laughs> and just immediate. Just, yep, head to toe <laughs> slick. Yeah. Yep. You, a chance of precipitation doesn't intrigue you. Again, I can play Devil May Cry. <laughs> Already covered. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Quite literally. I want to hear some
0: quick impressions of. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem 3, Trace Leches.
1: Fire Emblem Thirsty Houses. There is. There is. Got that out. Oh, man. First off, which which house did you pick? Black Eagles. Okay. Which is... there's a, there, there's
0: it's like the mercenary group, right? They're all like they're all
1: they're they're all like wolves. they're all tied to like nobility and royals. So oh, like okay, there, there's three kind of major what? factions. There's this like empire, which is like very old, and none of them are like explicitly evil. The empire has like <laughs> oh, the most this is exactly
0: what a non evil person would say. Well, the, the I, empire I has association with like dark names. magic
1: and stuff. Got it. The um the blue lions are like. They seem like your standard good guys, your Gryffindors, but they're also like insanely tied to the church. Right, and so like that's kind of oh, thing. So it's the like golden, a theocracy. The golden deer are the most like aloof, and they're like you know like uh, we're not mm. we're not here. So they're I'm almost so glad woo. about that because like deer do. and gold and like that's my thing. Uh, like that it's sounds do perfect. Do. And also Claude is like a super charmer. They're, they're, Claude the, uh, is the best. And th- there's a lot of characters, and I I, I feel like. Some of, the, some of the character design up front isn't always the most exciting. It's like a lot of like generic anime looks, mm-hmm. but then some of them have like really good stories. And I feel like the way I feel about most Fire Emblem games is that the overall plot is generally not good, but the character like support stories are when you have to have them like meet and interact. And it definitely has that, but also, and I'm only like halfway through, the plot is starting to get really meaty, especially because I know that the plot is so different when you play the other houses. Like I'm coming up on some choices and things like that With the black eagles that are like oh man what does this look like from the other perspective which immediately tells me there's a massive amount of replay value on top of that i I don't have nearly all the students you can't recruit everyone in a single playthrough um but when it comes down to like the the, is it a good game it is still a fire emblem game and if you like fire emblem tactics you will like this game it also weirdly has persona five type like uh, management social of like links. social yeah like you yeah. you, you you're you still building up with support relationships like in any fire emblem game but you're also like weighing that against like do you have dinner with your friends or do you go train with a professor or do you go fishing or do you go and practice in the choir um, who do you and, make out with yeah. well I mean that's a very important question Dylan mm. um, no, no 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 who do you make out with <laughs> please tell me Oh, uh, uh, for me I'm going for Edelgard uh, okay, so I'm sure. playing a female sure. by left I'm, sure. I'm, I'm going for the the maximum gay in this one nice um unfortunately there's only like one male gay option but there's apparently changing that they're slowly okay, updating some of these that's good uh, that's what i've heard i'm not i can't confirm i'm that. real glad to hear that from a japanese studio especially like, especially i think there was an issue with it in echoes I, I i didn't play echoes so i can't say for sure but that was I know, the last 3ds one yeah i think Nintendo's there was got some, there was with some issue with the representation of lgbt in that but mm-hmm. uh i think it's just like not the kind of thing that weighs on the mind of the japanese culture as much as it does here right so like they're just like not aware but the fact that they're open to listening is right i think that's what i was thinking essentially really a really cool good thing yeah. and uh, i mean I, I haven't seen any of these romances to fruition so i can't say whether or not they come out or not okay but uh uh man it's one of them it's ends a, in fiery death it's, yeah yeah. <laughs> fire yeah fire emblem, emblem. uh that's three cool. houses is probably one of the best games i've played on switch so far wow mm, uh, that's high uh, praise i mean that's high praise i don't think anything's going to gonna trounce breath of the wild for me mm-hmm. but um I, as someone who wasn't a super fan of mario odyssey i like i did enjoy mario odyssey and i played it through entirely i like fire emblem more than mario odyssey which i think is a high bar right uh, regardless of how i feel I about it i think odyssey. i like nice. odyssey
0: more than breath of the wild but that's just cuz i like mario's tone and aesthetic probably more than if
1: the entire mario odyssey game was pauline's song that would have been a 10 out of 10 oh for me. my god here we go mm. <laughs> all the way <laughs> uh, the, the only thing. uh knocks i have against fire emblem it, i feel like in an effort to like get more realistic backgrounds They've made the backgrounds far uglier. Yes, like, they, they absolutely pretty muddy. have. Yeah, they're they're muddy. That's a really good way to put and it. And empty in a weird way. The the cel shaded characters look great, and I'm like, man, why didn't you have a style to match this? Or like, don't advance the graphics ever with your games. Just keep with like <laughs> old looking Fire Emblem games because they looked great in the past. They had style. They had like a thing going on. Now the backgrounds look like they have no like. There's nothing in this world that looks like. Oh man, this is a unique fantasy setting the only thing that keeps it unique is the characters and specifically the characters stories, not even the characters looks, uh, which is, I I just feel like it's a missed opportunity. Like aesthetically the game is fine enough to look at and play, but it is by far the biggest shortcoming. Uh, and, and it just, it's it's kind of surprising to me because uh, you're in a fantasy setting, do anything more than what Mm -hmm. you've done with, you know, the the visuals Mm -hmm. and it would have been something cool. But, um, it's it's ultimately made up for in gameplay. So, yeah. Nelson, are you playing it?
0: No. Okay. You just
1: sound. Very I know a informed. lot about it because I don't think I'll ever be able to sink in eighty plus hours multiple times um, into dating everybody. Uh, <laughs> You're missing out, buddy. I really yeah. truly am because again, Claude. Um, but I find this very this game very fascinating. So I've been looking up a lot about it.
0: Well, I would like to check it out. I don't know if I have
1: time, but it's it is a lot of
0: time. Found a really good Andre the Giant gift that that communicated my feelings on uh-huh. not being able to buy this game. I don't know if anyone saw it on Twitter. I, I did. did not. It was good. It was very good. It's it's Andre the Giant like just in the like, corner. Oh god! Stops like, stop. stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and like the screen Everyone. just starts shaking yeah. more and more. Yeah.
1: I was like, yeah, this is how I feel about everyone telling me mm. <laughs> how great Fire Emblem is. So I think the biggest sell that I, I want to have on it, though, is like the thing that's cool about the, the way the story is presented is that you start off with this very like fun anime environment where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm just a professor with some students. We're having silly anime conversations. they like, warfare. The, well, the reality sinks in slowly. It doesn't just happen. It's sure. like there's questioning things like, are, are we doing the right thing? Um, like, what's mm. going to happen? Like, and so it just slowly breaks the veil, which makes it so much more tragic. Because it's like this kind of it, it, it's pitting like the like anime lightheartedness mm-hmm. against something more serious. It's, it's, that, mm-hmm. it's that
0: war is bad. It's that wow, cool robot meme. But it's like instead of saying war is bad, it says, Wars. well, it still says war is bad. But then the <laughs> guy's like, wow, cool waifu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, man. Nelson. Hey, what's up, Johnson? Johnson you doing all uh, right over there? I t- t- mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Thinking about the franchises that I love. Yeah. No, the brands that I love. Oh, yeah. I got it. Mm. Uh you know, things like uh X-Men. Hey Nelson. Uh Spider-Man. Yeah. Go go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, well, uh okay, the Avengers. Nelson. Uh-huh. You're okay? uh, the, the Defenders. The the def- honestly, yes. The Defenders. Uh the, the Marvel. Guardians. The Guardians? The guard the Guardians of the Guardian the, gar- the Guardians. Uh the Spiders. They don't uh, have the strange game. doctors, the what?
0: the doctors it's who funny. are strange.
1: Oh um, man, come on! The the Winter Soldiers, if you will. The uh, Marvel be, all Ultimate these characters are Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance, Alliance three. Sphincter Sphincter the Black Order. The Black Order. What did you say? Colton, the Black, uh, Black uh, Order. Nice, nice. Um, yo, that game's bad. I don't think I agree with
0: that. That game. Wait, are you, playing it you Sorry, yeah, let me back it. up.
1: That game has no soul.
0: Hmm. That game mm. is missing a soul stone. <laughs>
1: All right.
0: All right. I right. 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 give it to you. Uh, uh, I don't man. get it. <laughs> There's just... We okay. see... Like,
1: have you played Skyrim? Yeah. There's soul stones in there. It's, yes. They yes, bring yes, you back yes, to yeah. life. If da- so... Okay. Okay. Put those in that Enchantments I, on your weapon. Now I know how good game development works. <laughs> Use Skyrim <laughs> stuff. I mean... I mean works sure. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, shit. Ultimate Alliance 3. By its title, this is the third in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh-huh. franchise, which Wait. is a, which is a series of games that takes all of the Marvel characters and just throws them into a
0: a sort delicious of, stew,
1: a, a delicious, delicious. beat em up mm. stew. Previously
0: it's like when you go to a restaurant and they make like a meal that you really really like it's like it's like not the best meal but it's like it's yeah. like soul food it yeah. like
1: it feels good <sighs> and for the record the the meal that we really like is x-men legends and they made the that's, not quite that that's that's the thing that i feel about all of the ultimate alliance games is like it's that it's not x-men Legends. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like you you saw an ad for pizza and it mm-hmm. looks so good in the ad and then you order it and like the cheese is all slid to one side yep. and it's a little cold and the well, doughy, and the marvel uh, ultimate alliance 3 <laughs> <laughs> it turns out they got the order wrong <laughs> so i the black order wrong <laughs> yeah 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 no i was on this at all i got a uh, so
0: Would comic-con happened
1: yeah and comic-con
0: happened i got way too excited about
1: marvel stuff you and i did uh, you, we both did
0: i was like impulse buy yeah blade
1: <laughs> uh love and, thunder. Mm. Love and M- thunder love and thunder dimensions of madness multiverse oh, uh, multiverse, of multiverse of madness just the Thanks fact he. that fantastic four got mentioned i was like yeah. Yeah. Yes, thank god and x-men mm-hmm. oh wait mm-hmm. what, what was mentioned about x-men they were just uh, like they, they will be coming yeah he just oh. said
0: i haven't even had time to talk about guardians 3 or x-men mm-hmm. or fantastic mm-hmm. four. fantastic four yeah oh, okay. which was just and like Herschel
1: ali we're working on it yeah and then I, put on a blade hat I, I as like, a brief the aside but then I he love had a name that tag casting, that said
0: hello my name is fuck you i love that Casca's blade
1: <laughs> but i'm so worried about a pg-13 blade i bet because, because my, the because the wesley snipes blade as bad as mm-hmm. wesley snipes is like I, I love that movie and that 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 is my blade <laughs> so here's the thing they did get Quick, quick Comic Con talk. They did get um, the rights to Deadpool, and I don't think they would ever make a PG thirteen. No, Deadpool. they said specifically they might keep Deadpool like its own thing, mm-hmm. and or I something. could see them maybe also doing that for Blade or, or playing like that on their like, streaming service. Yeah, they might make
0: like, like a Marvel Knights esque, yes. like like yes. Marvel Max, whatever. Like yeah. I saw Red
1: a- Band label. I, I saw lots of people bring this up after the Blade announcement, but just like the best ever Twitter post, or, or no, Tumblr posts involving Blade. Like, Is it the CGI's. No. Okay. Well, okay, that was really oh, great yeah. too. Yeah. But, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Blade going like, please anyone help me with all of these vampires. There are so many. And then <laughs> Captain America saying, no. <laughs> 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 I mean, That's like the such... fact that he lives in the same universe, but yeah. like no one helps him with the vampires <laughs> That's ever. <a> point. <laughs> oh man. I, mean, I like, really I want, want like control. a dark Avengers movie. Hey, I- Gosh, you know, the 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 thing that, that kills me, and I apologize for leaving Ultimate Alliance behind. I know you want to talk it's about fine. Ultimate well, Alliance. I want to talk about it. We're, we're going to yeah. talk the, about the, it. The thing that hurts me is, like, the Netflix Defenders, Netflix Marvel's was almost so good in some elements. Yeah. I would love to have, like, Daredevil and Punisher, like, in the same circuit as, like, Marshall Ali's Blade. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, yeah. man. Yeah.
0: If, if that Netflix deal still existed, just put Blade on that. Like, that yeah. would be... Well, it's better man. to get
1: rolled up into their, like, Disney... It's probably going to get rolled I'm out pretty, pretty glad the that... Defender stuff... Is. Oh, sorry. No, those are canceled. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Those are no canons canon <laughs> for, for, for what yeah. it matters. No. They're, can- are, they're canon. I, I guarantee you... They are you, canon. They might time, recast them. we will have Daredevil rebooted in the MCU. We will have... Maybe I not think, Defenders, but... I think
0: that's a crime. I know Kristen Ritter has said that she is not interested in coming back as Jessica Jones. Aww. I think not having Cox as daredevil he was a is, really good daredevil fucking crime i think not having uh john barenthal as punisher anymore is a crime i think mike colter did a good luke cage oh he did, I will a, even he, did say, solid, he did a solid i will even luke say cage. i liked finn jones as iron fist Oof, I that's going go really that far, far
1: but i do love vincent D'no- d'onofrio as kingpin even yes. with all the good casting, i though, like jessica henwick as colleen wing it's not the problem with the actors though yes i do it's Sorry. not a problem with any of the actors. And all the casting is It's what they're attached to in that corner of mythology. What they're attached to is so bad. It's and not. I mean, no. like, Defenders is
0: that. Bet- like it's, The show's not great, but that's like bottom of the barrel. It's like, like worse than the Justice League. I'm
1: saying no, no. it is not. No, it <laughs> is, is not. not. Okay, Don't you dare. Gosh. Let's have a Defenders episode. It's so like l- point by point. I all could the have a long that. conversation about how awful Justice League can, is. Can I just, like, here's one example of all oh, the many problems is I have. Is it going to be Luke the music Cage, thing again? They, no, they set, up a, they set up a fight with Luke Cage with this one guy who can beat Luke Cage, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, he's a big threat. Luke Cage beats him off screen. Mm-hmm. You don't even see that happen. This is a superhero show. <laughs> a team up. Yeah, but also That's these superhero show, y'all. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, but also they CG He's the right. mustache off of Superman. That was not even a problem with Justice League. It, it is a problem. <laughs> to be fair, they also CGI'd eyes onto Blade. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with that more than I am CG'ing a mustache off. That's because Wesley <laughs> Snipes wouldn't open his eyes.
0: So. He was too high.
1: <laughs> that was really the funniest thing I ever read was he was just, like, had a feud with the director and was also incredibly high at the time. Like, this is oh. how I'm going to get him back. I'm not going to open I know, my I eyes. I know Wesley Snipes
0: is divisive, but I can respect uh, yeah oh my it's god tough. i both when loved they brought it back wesley snipes. for
1: that one expendables movie it was really fucking funny just because <laughs> they kept making fun of wesley snipes the person of tax evasion oh, yes that's great. like like he okay so they bust him out of prison and the character wesley snipes is playing is supposed to be in prison for you know like being a terrible murderer like he's really like gross mm-hmm. and got a huge knife and he's just like you know like constantly being threatening towards the other members of the team, on yeah. the Expendables, and then they're and then like I don't know Statham's character or someone goes like, "So what were you in there for?" And like brandishing the knife and with like the Wesley Snipes crazy eyes, he like brings up to his own throat. He's like tax evasion. That's pretty good. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. good. Well, well, it, it makes also, like Wesley <laughs> Snipes a lot more because he's a, he's willing to make jokes at his own expense. Well, right. like, so is yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, every other line was just "I'm back." Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like Expendables is fun. <laughs> nothing will help me recover Chuck Norris though. He's just yeah. too Republican for me. All right, rewind. So, so hey, do, you, do you guys see um, how forgettable will Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance Three was? Because that's also the game, right? That's the entire game. Wait, what's what's the game? Let's forget Ooh, a it's forgettable. Marvel of Mandalay Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. oh man. about it's that. It's just hey, so. There's so.
0: I, I want to set it up <sighs> because, like, okay, you, please you set you set up. Ah, man. So I, I really like Moa One. Never played two. Really like Moa One. So game starts off. You play as the the Guardian. The Guardians. Yeah. Like it I think is, the start is fun. The it starts fine. I think Nolan North does a good job as Rocket. Like I think it's fine. I think sure. Peter Quill their version of peter quill looks bad. Yes. I think they went for more of the comic book renditions. Like Gamora yeah. looks fine. Drax looks fine. The, a lot but of the performances d- are very flat. Yes. And that um but at the very least the rocket uh peter rocket quill is always going to be fun. is, is, is fine. Mm-hmm. I think they made peter quill blonde for some reason. So
1: Peter Quill is blonde. He is in the, in, in the comics. Yeah.
0: So but like they also gave him like action figure proportions because he has like super broad shoulders yeah. and his hands are like twice as big as his head. It's so he's just like articulating in this weird way that they can't like <sighs> they can't give him like minute motions because it's just like which is
1: which I am is, a you know stretch Armstrong so I can't which pick is up a this hu- pen which is a huge problem with that game as a whole because so much happens and they try to make it. So much happens on screen, and they try to make it distinctive by doing those. Also, that, like, in
0: handheld mode, the game looks bad. It's awful. Like it's jaggy as hell. It's really bad. Sometimes there are some frame rate hiccups. Oh. Not like
1: like. But like, please keep setting up because Team so Ninja that I can tear it down.
0: Techmo, they should they should know better. They, they should, should know be better. To, what they else have, have they made for the
1: Switch? Yeah. Huh? What else have they made for the Switch? Team Ninja. What else do they work on? This is Team Ninja, not Ninja Theory, right? Right. So it's not Hellblade. I'm so bad at that. They did They did Metroid, right?
0: Yeah, but that was Other M. That was forever
1: mm. ago. Yeah, like, but I saw it against them. I'm going
0: to talk about that. Oh, they did Hyrule Warriors.
1: All right. How do you fuck this up after doing Hyrule Warriors?
0: I don't know. But I mean, I'm not a big Dynasty Warriors guy, so... I, I only
1: played that one on the 3DS. It was like, this is fine enough for me. I don't need it anywhere else. But,
0: so... So you play the the the, the Guardians thing, yeah.
1: And so the Guardians thing ends with a big
0: fight with Ronin. Mm-hmm. and Ronan's defending the the Infinity Stones uh, against uh, Thanos, yeah. yeah and Thanos. so so like and so you beat Ronin. and then you find a chest with all the Infinity Stones in. The Black Order shows up, and Peter Quill like grabs one of them. I think it's a space stone, and it, like teleports yeah. them all away. Mm-hmm. And then you end up also Earth,
1: by the way. Yeah,
0: they all end up on Earth. I think. Oh, good. I, I haven't played mm-hmm. far enough. I know they at least two or three of them end up on Earth.
1: Oh, good. That's a uh, good way to use all of that real estate sure. yeah. that Marvel yeah, yeah. bought <laughs> up.
0: Yeah. So you get teleported to the raft, and you yep. have to break out of the raft. There's also a giant prison break happening, just in general. So you're fighting like Green Goblin, and you're fighting Venom, and you, you fight I Venom, like, and then Venom becomes a good guy like immediately. Venom is always yeah. It, yeah. Okay, he's sure. an anti-hero. I know he's an anti-hero, but like the they set protector. him up as a boss fight. You fight him and Electro together, mm-hmm. and as soon as you beat him, he's like, this oh, yeah. one will want to join you. Yeah. Like, okay. Um. You also fight Kamala Khan and spider man and, Spider-Man and, Miles, and Morales. Morales. Miles You fight them because Mysterio has, like, tricked them oh, nice. to make you look like...
1: But here's the thing. They actually... Prisoners. Did, yes, but they don't make... They, I don't think it was revealed that Mysterio did that trick until after... You fought them.
0: No, there's like a brief cut scene where they okay. look at you and it Wait, shows you as a prisoner. I thought it was after. Jake Gyllenhaal
1: is in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Jake oh, Gyllenhaal.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Anyways, continue. Yep. Um, But for up until that point, I was like, I am not enjoying this. Like, it feels massive. And you were at that. Okay. Go it ahead. feels like bad. It just feels it like... It feels like you're hitting buttons for no real reason it, right and then, and then it's like i used a thing to really screen, enjoy this because feel it. i was a small child yeah and so like whatever like, you're
1: all of my action figures running against each yeah, other yeah that's exactly <laughs> what this is trying to do yeah. but
0: like the and the tutorialization's bad because it just pops up like a tiny ass window in the corner of the and screen they talk
1: over everything and the audio mixing is so bad that right. you can't hear what they're saying while you're fighting well they don't they don't read out like the tutorial stuff. no i mean like story bits right but as a brief aside that reminds me if you're going to play metro exodus everyone when i started everyone said like make the language russian and turn on subtitles it's really good for immersion also the russian voice acting is just better uh-huh um, yeah but then like the audio mixing gets really bad sometimes yeah and then they talk over each other and you can't read the subtitles sometimes the subtitles don't even show up and you're just like what is happening and then right. like, yeah, that's I- immersion I- yeah, mm-hmm. I turned it. <laughs> you're playing. I, I turned it back to English after like the first level.
0: <laughs> you're playing that character as if he was a native English speaker, right? And everyone else is speaking Russian to him. That's actually mm-hmm. an interesting
1: side note for me, also. When you play Sekiro, play it in Russian because it's more immersive in <laughs> <than> Russian. <laughs> so. Oh. I had a hard time like finding the joy in
0: this game, mm-hmm. and I think there was just a point. And also, like the the super moves don't make sense; they don't communicate they how make that no shit goddamn sense. works. Like, so you have like a, a a mana bar, for lack of a better term, that has like special moves, but then you have like a like a ultimate move. Yeah, this golden bar that like fills up around the circle of your portrait, and you hold both triggers to mm-hmm. activate it. But you can also activate all of them at the same if time. If you just
1: keep hitting both triggers, yeah, and
0: they all like have a catchphrase. appear so pure quills like "Let's go," and then Luke Cage is like "Sweet Christmas," and then mm-hmm. they're all like "Blah blah 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 mm-hmm. blah," and then they all, it's just like so many. It's just fucking light display like happening on your switch, and that should look fucking rad, and it looks
1: awful. But
0: also, you can like fuse attacks together, but they Which, don't communicate how that happened.
1: No, they super don't. But, and I just found out. Yeah, so like basically today. like
0: this like yellow bar like comes out of one character's head and goes into another character's head if you're close enough together Mm -hmm. and if your ai partner is about to use like one of his Mm -hmm. special moves Mm -hmm. if you hit a really quick you'll use one of your special moves and they'll mix together so like peter quill has like a a tornado he can summon for some reason and he shoots it forward and then thor or captain marvel can like blast it with energy and it'll be like an electric whirlwind and again oh, nice. people also like the tougher enemies have like shield bars mm-hmm. that like you have to whittle down before you can hit their health at all and then they get stunned momentarily and you try to take out as much of their health as possible but then their shield bar builds all the way back up yeah. within like five seconds yeah. and you have to do that whole thing over again i think they the game is ch- rough the game's not the game's not good i don't think it's i don't think it's good i think there's some fun to be had i don't have you done I, any in the challenge mode yeah challenge? that sucks
1: yeah it because does.
0: it was like like that should be the fun extra thing of and like, it's oh, not check us it's out. it's like here fight doc Ock again like mm-hmm. he did in that one boss mm-hmm. encounter but he has a hundred times more health
1: yeah and also like, defeat him and all these other people in five minutes I and it's not on possible. him for
0: like a solid six minutes mm-hmm. i took out like a hundredth of his health.
1: Because again, you have to take down so it's it's so Alright, I don't play MMOs. Well you're I, missing out. I feel I I'm I don't think I I don't am.
0: know. Mike Mikasiano told me about that math <sighs> boss in mm. Final Fantasy 14.
1: So that's the thing is like it feels like this is the beat 'em up he press more buttons version of an MMO. Like they just tried to do that. Mm. In because like you can even see when it's like I'm gonna do an area of effect attack. And it's just like, all right, cool, get out of the way. I'm gonna attack right here. Okay, cool, just ignore that. Like I've seen a bunch of Final Fantasy 14 fights. This looks like that. Yeah, but it's without less any real nuance and, and without Final Fantasy music and without Final Fantasy. Also, I'm just running around in the level I was playing or like this morning. There's no music whatsoever. Like sh- shit's just happening. There's no music whatsoever. But back onto like the the powers thing. A, so many things are happening and it's so hard to tell what's going on. Uh, B, it's hard to actually know that my ability will work with somebody else's ability. Yeah. So, in my head, I was just like, well, let me see if this works. And I picked Miles, and I had Captain America, and I was just like, oh, this somehow works with Captain America's power. Again, I didn't know what that meant. And I hit the button, and it's he shoots his webs at Captain America's shield, and then it bounces off and then hits... That's not how other webs pe- work. That's not how webs work. So, like, even, even, like, the game is breaking its own immersion because you're watching a thing happen. And just go, like, that doesn't. I don't think those two powers would add up at all. You don't understand vibranium, okay? <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> but
0: also the game takes such advantage of like inherent knowledge of that universe. Yes, mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, the guardians. I know how this yeah. whole thing works. I know, I know these roles. I know how they play off each other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Drax the straight man uh peter quill is less of a straight man but mm-hmm. still kind of a straight man and gamora is like you know she's the group's morality in rockets the wild card and whatever yeah. right and groots the Groot. and yeah. groots the Groot. you get to miles morales miss marvel and spider gwen and it's like there's no setup to like the, the, well when they introduce the characters there's like freeze frame character yeah. name and then like a little description which sure so it's like spider gwen from a different dimension all of her lines are about like, I don't know how you guys do it in this dimension, which I wouldn't know if I hadn't seen into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like it's taking advantage of so much knowledge that you should have, which is fine. But it's it's fascinating because like that's what this game is, right? It's yeah. it's it's, it's fan service to the nth degree. But
1: that's even why the, I was interested in it. But, I, but even then, like it's it's its core, like is its visual core is you have seen all of the marvel movies mm-hmm. you should know who these characters are and then they bring in kamala khan who nobody knows if you haven't read the right. comics they bring in all these other kids like they bring in the green goblin who if you have only seen the mcu marvel movies you wouldn't know you don't who know is. who that is right uh well, you only you only sort of know who like it the fan service seems like it's visually steeped in in mcu stuff because until it's not until it's not because they have these costumes like backing up one of the things i was really excited about with this game and with marvel's avengers on, on on the square enix version i love seeing what creators can do with their own version of these characters and it's so obvious that they went well we'll just start with the mcu one and then like tweak it a little bit and, like, Captain America, MCU, fine. Like, that—that that is the best version of the Captain America suit. But... And Tony Stark's personality, I feel like, is defined now by the MCU. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to break away which, from that. Which, which is fair. But then,
0: like... <laughs> also, the Tony Stark, like, performance in this is, like...
1: Bare bones. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, all right, cool, we're going to throw more characters at you. And we sort of designed it to fit this universe. But this universe is also a weird mashup because Green Goblin wears, like knight armor well yeah. it's the ultimate universe right so
2: no it's not that's oh, the what?
1: Fun. that's the most amazing thing is like this universe doesn't know what it is hmm. yeah it's, it's it's mcu
0: it's knockoff mcu this,
1: it's yeah this is why i still retain that lego marvel superheroes is the best marvel game and that's like, and i, I think- and i'm okay with that one other one other really f- maddening thing because we do say this is like fan service this is the game full of fan service do you guys like think they might have Multiple costumes. Remember last time when we were talking about this? I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I heard there are I would costumes." Hope. Yeah, yeah. So no, they're color swaps. Yeah, I saw that That's picture of Black all Panther. They are. Black oh, no. Panther goes from black and silver to gold and yeah, and uh purple. I'm I'm really mad by that. Um, Miles Morales goes from red and black to purple and black. I don't know why both of your characters had to be purple. Um, Thanos. They, of- they didn't even. Oh my! This is the most maddening thing. Uh, Iron Man only has two colors: standard, almost all red and gold. And then, what do you think it might be? Well, With maybe War Machine style. So War Machine's on the game, right? I was going to say some silver accents on it, maybe. So it's just like grays. It's just like it's just <laughs> like shades. It's sort of like War Machine, but if you made it more blue. And it's like, why didn't you, why did you do that? Why didn't you just go with the... Why don't you do the Mark 1? The Mark 1. Why didn't you do the Mark 1? Why didn't you do whatever the Mark was in Iron Man 3 where it's all gold and then red accents? Yeah. Why didn't you do red, red, gold, and silver accents? There are so, and again, it's only or two a, costumes. A mini Hulkbuster, or maybe. mini Hulkbuster. Do you uh, know Captain how many Captain America's versions... costume change goes into like a teal version of his costume. And it's just like, this doesn't make any sense. Do you know how many versions of Iron Man there are in Lego Marvel Super Heroes? How many? At least 11. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because Lego like, Marvel Universe is the best <laughs> Marvel game. That's I mean, what I heard uh, from a reliable I, source. I, yeah. <laughs> I just—it's—it's—they had the world and they dropped the ball. Well, they have an almost impossible problem. Which it is, is the
0: third best-selling Switch game, by the way. Well, wow, that bothers me. Of, probably because it came out right around Comic-Con, Smash Bros. Yeah. Yeah. and Mario. I'm I, Cart? I might be having this wrong. I think it's the third best-selling Switch game.
1: Of this year, of this year, Okay. Yeah. if not sure. of all time, I'll I think it's a well, yeah. sure. the problem with making a Marvel game like this is that you have all these characters that you want to put in, mm-hmm. which means you have uh, incrementally like like it increases in limited time. The more characters you add, the more limited time you have to develop their movesets, sets, potential skins for them, which obviously they've <laughs> they've not done very much at all. Mm-hmm. And I I would almost like I like I, I almost prefer the approach of Square doing just the Avengers because like okay cool you can make each of their gameplay. You can only have a small team, right? Make right. each of their gameplay distinct. You know, they don't have to have the same kind of power levels. They could be completely different, and that's uh, that has its own problems apparently for a lot of people. But I'm not super worried about that one. Um, I I'd almost want like just to get the the, the satisfaction because I just want a good Marvel game that is like Marvel. Just like do like a Broforce style Marvel game where you got like That'd a be bunch fun. of pixel characters. They've got a couple basic abilities. It'd be a ton can, of fun. Yeah, I would be so down for that. But I feel so starved in like m- comic book games in general. I mean, I guess DC has, like, some good Batman games here and there. But only but Batman. Only Batman. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at our,
0: all their our other characters. It would be, like,
1: impossible to adapt. Like, how do you oh. do a Superman
0: game? How do you do a Flash game? You could do a Wonder Woman game. Green Lantern game. I want a You could do a Green Lantern. I so want of, a order. Shazam game yeah.
1: where you can just, like, swap between the two forms at will and, like, yeah. use that as, like, either be a stealthy kid or be a... I just like, want
0: that as, like, a mod brawn. in Man. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I would yeah. be so
1: down with just, like, a Hearthstone clone Marvel game. Like I just oh, think uh, have sure. that they have to have that it's, no it's not it, like the, the card game they have is whew. no they have good. those bad RP they have Strike Force because they yeah, that's their mobile yeah, game they have Strike Force mm. and they have I saw I another ad of Strike. Champion something like that Battle of Champions or something like that yeah, yeah have you seen that new Strike Force
0: that new Strike Force yeah. ad where it's like Iron Man and Captain America are teaming up and they're like Tony like uh, Shield team up and so <laughs> Iron Man. Like Gross. shoots at Captain America's shield, and know yeah. Unabeam and then, bounces off uh, and yeah. hits someone. And then Deadpool sees this, and he looks at like the generic medic character, he's like, Medic, grenade team up, and he just like pulls a pin out of a grenade and throws it that's at the medic. That's pretty
1: good. That's pretty good. Uh, the medic character that they've set up for Strike Force is a great comedy fold, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you were trying to explain this, I, I that, that's a pretty old commercial, but I thought you were saying like it was like a plot discussion where it was Captain America walking up to Tony and being like, Tony. S.H.I.E.L.D. team up? <laughs> like, <laughs> work <laughs> with huh? us? Yeah. Yeah? Like, man, that would be a great commercial. But he says, Tony, repulsor beam. Whatever. And then they... Same thing. So uh, I've got not a lot of time left. Yes. So I want to jump into at least two more things I want to touch oh, on. Geez. Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, wow. Look uh, at this. At least two. Look at uh, this guy. Yeah. Um, Maybe three. So, Nelson. Hi. I've been playing... Uh, what's it called? Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, yeah. What's that game called? What's that one? Well, yeah, Um, uh, I think I'm excited about it. Right? Yeah. Um, it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. All right, next game. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to like touch on a few things. Uh, I I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to finish it, just because. it's there seems to be a lot more to this game than I thought. A lot more wow. game in this game than I than I anticipated. There's it's surprisingly less than I think you think. This okay. game is full of game. It's got it's a heck of a game. But uh I'm real into so far uh this headcanon. I'm sticking to it. Uh but everyone in Sunset Overdrive is gay, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 100%. Definitely. Absolutely. Where's this come from? Uh <laughs> just like everyone's gay. That's yeah. all. It's, 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 it's like the comments that they give your character throughout the game yeah and then the the ones that they say about other people it's it's really and really like, fascinating and Do like a little a, a little no. bit how they dress i don't want to like be cliche wow but it's like a little no. bit how they, and but uh and i i almost want to say like it wasn't even it wasn't even a choice practically when i made my character like all of the clothing options all of the hair options i'm like oh this guy's hella gay yeah, like yeah, as yeah. i'm putting them together like yeah perfect mm. it's uh, it's the saints row three and four type of thing where it's just like you can be whatever character, and sure. somebody will respond to you affectionately. Oh, oh yeah. Time, that kind oh, of thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, our,
0: uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 was top three of this year. Lame.
1: Clarify uh, That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, it's just, <laughs> the loading screen is just a three in space. <laughs> it's my favorite, it's my favorite part. Please my favorite
0: part. What you Is just it start just like the in game?
1: Helvetica? No, well, it's in, like, the, <laughs> it's in the logo font. It's like okay. they didn't
0: even use the full logo. It's, Whoa. It's amazing because it's just you. You're on the start screen, and then you hit start. Also, the start button is the plus button, I hate, I which hate is them. the terrible mapping. I hate them. You hit the plus button, and then fades to black, fades up a loading screen with just like tool tips that you can like swipe through. That are very
1: hard to read, by the way.
0: Yes. With a just star field with just
1: three. That's it. In the center. That's <laughs> it. It doesn't move. Just it's just there. Three. Oh, my God. <sighs> Sunset over, Jeff sunset overdrive Jesus uh, Christ, marvel i think the shooting so far feels a little wonky it's weird. like i can't quite hit things mm-hmm. and i don't know like there's an auto aim but it like doesn't work half the time yeah and uh so i'm, I'm having trouble with that but the movement is real good mm-hmm. mm-hmm. moving's good moving's excellent tony Hawk, grand theft auto basically yeah yeah um the world's pretty funny uh, it's definitely steeped in, like, some sort of, like, late-aughts attitude. Yeah. That... Some wicked-tude. Some wicked-tude. Some wicked Xbox One launch Right, It's de- Yeah. That's that's basically what it is. Yeah. And, I, still, uh, I still love it. Yeah. yeah I, I think I'm enjoying it more than I'm not. I just sort of, like, I've got other games to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no. I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's good. For what i played, I'm like, nice. I'm, I'm... Yeah. Sunset nice. Overdrive is pretty I, sick. I keep thinking of
0: getting Game Pass, and I know it's on there, so I want to at least... Checking Sun- out Sunset Maybe. Overdrive.
1: I w- one one thing, one last thing about Sunset Overdrive has given me the thanks to the character creator has given me the character that I will now try to recreate in every game I move forward. Okay, nice. I am very looking forward to trying and make this character in Cyberpunk Did you Did you see a picture of my character when I? Uh, I have not. Okay. Oh, he's the big beefy boy, right? Yeah, big like beefy a- boy with a with a nice huge orange mohawk nice and just like an open hawaiian shirt yeah yeah it's i'm good. playing a thick girl with purple hair there you go and a hawaiian shirt because it's me <laughs> you do it's wear me. a lot of hawaiian shirts i do you are I a do. Th- girl uh, thank you thank you thank
0: you <laughs> all right alex and with the little time we have left what's uh, the uh what's the other thing
1: so uh have playing some of medieval and oh. Um, oh that came out yeah it totally did no uh it is on, again
0: without much fanfare yeah it's
1: unfortunate it's on top of like all the other new bloods stuff it's like you know they're they're just making their quake likes and they're good oh amid evil yeah, i right. oh. I thought you said medieval no that one's coming out in october I okay think. okay that's, yeah i was confused that, <laughs> that was will like, be fanfare in october then right yes. I was okay like, i
0: thought sony was like trumping this game up more than
1: amid evil the new Bloods. yeah you know. The new blood shooter. So New Bloods is basically making Quake likes. Yes, yeah. that's that's their yes. business model. It's working very well for them. I might add, honestly, uh, good for them. Yeah. Are you uh, trying to
0: tell me something? Like we should switch into making Quake
1: likes? Yes, that's okay. what I'm always <laughs> saying. saying. I'm sorry. Yeah. I
0: think historically the term we've been using
1: is requakes. Yeah, you know you're right. Requakes. Yeah. Um,
0: thank you, thank you.
1: So there's dusk. Which is the quake if you're into like horror games and early In the 80s, 90s slasher movies. Yes. Uh, and then a medieval is the quake for if you were like the kid who was really into hair metal and D&D. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, it, it's like there's nothing spooky about a medieval. You are just like a knight. Like all of your footsteps and your jumps, like land with a big like metal clang Clank. and thud. Yeah. Uh, thud, my favorite. Uh, <laughs> all of your weapons aren't so much like inherently projectiles. They're like melee weapons and magic stabs that happen to also shoot out projectiles. You start off with an axe, and they all have great names. The axe is like the Axe of the Black Labyrinth. Yes, um, and I like the like wizard staff, I don't right, know what that was. Like, there's the staff of the Azure Eye, and and the sword is like the sword of Whispering Truth, and you know, and then like they all like the the staff is really cool because that's like your your basic starter weapon, and it's got some light auto aim to it. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, like that's a good bread and butter to fall back on if your aim is sort of failing you for a certain enemy. It will just like shoot a bunch of homing them. and orbs. Um. And then they all have, like, a kind of gimmick. Like, Dusk, I think, was mostly its movement. It had the slip and slidey bits to it. Uh, it had a lot more puzzles to it, I guess. Um, and then, Amid Evil's sort of uh, gimmicky thing is that you have a you have a, a soul bar. So, as you're defeating enemies, you're collecting their souls. And also, there's, like, scattered soul pickups throughout the level. Are there campfires? Huh? Does one possibly praise the sun? Oh no. No. sorry. Uh <laughs> do you kill the sun? Uh, <laughs> so far no. <laughs> do you kill the sun? One of one of the levels is like the Temple of the Sun Druids, and they're yeah. all like sun worshippers and use fire attacks. I don't they they probably plays, they praise, praise the sun. The sun. Yeah, it's almost. They bros. Uh all of the levels, by the way, I should touch on really quick. I just I can't describe it through word, but they're all like really cool sort of magic eye poster, weird geometry Ooh. trippy uh areas. It's so cool moving through them it's hard as hell to try and describe it so i would just like look up some footage or something look at some footage yeah um how what was where was i going okay so the soul bar uh you pick up souls when your soul bar is full you activate soul mode and every weapon that you have soul plays jazz yeah has a has a soul mode that changes their their fire mode essentially. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um so like you, you go from just swinging the axe to like the the best way I could describe it is like you have the axe between your hands and you're like doing this. Like the axe just sort of rotates and you chainsaw oh, through okay. things. Oh, right. fuck yeah. Yeah. Um what is uh what's another really good one? Uh oh, so there's the rocket launcher archetype weapon is called the Cosmic Grasp and it's this big wand that has, like, a sort of claw appendage at the end of it, <laughs> and the claw is holding planets, and then you launch the planets, and the planets explode. Okay. That's the rocket That's launcher archetype. And it and it changes, Solmo changes it from planets into stars, so that they're much bigger and just, uh, just bigger uh, explosions. Got it. That's pretty cool. Uh, gosh. It's, um... Oh, man. There's also a cool overkill mechanic. Where almost every weapon, if they, if you do damage beyond like a certain threshold, damage if beyond they're damage. close to dead, and then you do like enough damage to push them to like a certain amount in the negatives, mm-hmm. then they'll do an overkill, and certain weapons do certain things based on that. Uh, so like the overkill for some of them are just like fun, as far as I can tell. There's uh there's a mace that shoots out crystals that's basically your shotgun, and if you overkill with that, then they explode and like more crystals come out. Nice. Uh, there's a lightning gun. They explode and like lightning arcs off and kills a bunch of other cool. enemies nearby. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's another blast like dusk. If you're if you're into just like super fast, a run through a level as quickly as possible, kill kill a bunch of dudes, find some secrets, beat a boss. You're into that whole quake aesthetic of just like a okay, simple. Yeah. Run and gun first person shooter. Amid evils, another solid option from the wonderful people at New Bloods. I'll take my kickback now, please. <laughs> uh, David O'Shry on the line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well done. So I've been hyping them up a lot, I know. But uh yeah. I uh, hear you like it more than Dusk. I might. Okay. And this is sort of coming from you, Sound more confident. You, you mentioned your stance on like Breathwell versus Mario might just be aesthetics. I yeah. think this might just be aesthetics for me, as I like more color than I like more doom and gloom. Got it. Uh, as as I was mentioning to Joe earlier, like before I even played a battle royale, I would see footage of PUBG and footage of Fortnite. I was like, Oh, Fortnite's the better one, obviously. Look at all that. Obviously, look at all that color. Look at all that dabbing. Yeah, dabbing's good. Look at all the flaws. Dabbing is yeah. the Dab, dabbing's the, 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 the a true good measure reason. of a game. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It does uh, when PUBG going to get a dedicated dab button. Honestly, you gotta, good question. so
0: you t- do we need a Twitter account? Does, does this game include dab? Does this dabbing? have a dab? <laughs> <Can> <laughs> dab in this game? Yeah. would did
1: improve ultimate alliance 3? Uh no. Uh, well, well, it I, might detract actually. No honestly, yeah. I honestly I I can't bet that there isn't a dab in this game. My, I feel Miles dabs. Miles could dab. There's graffiti in that game Uh-oh. that just says ninja. That's oh. it. That's some good self-product placement. I hate it. I really like the lengths that they've gone to recreate the standard American uh, alleyway. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and the ninja graffiti. Yeah. I don't know, man. I was, I
0: was feeling okay <sighs> about that game. I, I enjoyed when Daredevil and the rest of the Defenders showed up. I was like, all right.
1: Daredevil I- looks dope. He looks good.
0: They put the DD on him, though. I hate the
1: DD. But his he alternate costume is sick. The no. King DDD? Nah, it's fine. King DDD <laughs> confirmed in Ultimate Alliance 3? Yes, yeah, it's true.
0: Mm, DLC character. That would just, be up for that. You're just putting a good
1: character in a But no, It's, what, it's his, basically his Netflix costume. That's my thing. Is like they they, keep, the they keep saying, like, oh, yeah, fan service. But MCU fan service, and it's like you can't... The, the way you're trying to do the crossover doesn't work because you mm-hmm. don't know what aesthetic to go to. When you're creating the character. Yeah. Right. And I think that Ninja the- or Team Ninja has that problem. Right. Well, Wait. Well both they both do. Well on that note, we need yeah. to wrap up. We okay. do. We need to wrap up.
0: Yeah. Guys, it's been such a long, fruitful conversation. It has. I, mm-hmm. Hope everyone enjoyed it. It was a really long
1: made... bit at the beginning I tuned out, but otherwise, yeah. Oh, Don't be <laughs> 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 <If I'm> surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Yeah, what are you gonna ask a, a question? Yeah. Where can people find you? <laughs> Look to my coming at the first light on the fifth day at dawn. Uh, on Instagram or it no, not that one. I will be there. Ed uh, Gerb.
0: Ed Gerb. Ed Gerb. Ed Gerb. Gerb. Alex. Yeah. Oh wait, Joe. Joe. Joe, did you have some?
1: No, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Alex. Alex. Go. Alex. 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 Oh God, what? Alex. What? Where can people find you? Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> this is so much <laughs> pressure.
0: <laughs> find me. <laughs> Balled up on the floor.
1: <laughs> Somewhere in a back alley. I was, I was right was next like... to a graffiti. This is not. Fuck uh, that game. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's not. Or exploring Russian post apocalyptic wastelands. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, on the Twitter at G H O D A N underscore. That's Godan. Everywhere, basically. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Nelson, mostly yeah, without yeah. the underscore usually without the underscore nice twitter's nice, a dick nice. though you know it's just
0: twitter twitter <laughs> dorsey stole my my handle so I had to put an i'm underscore. just blaming
1: all of twitter for this not the one guy who has the g-h-o-d-a-n handle right. and doesn't use it uh-huh. fair <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair honestly nelson hi Where can you, find you? you can find me at whitico on pretty much everything twitch eventually i guess i don't know Twitter, ArtStation, Dribble. If you want to listen to the other podcasts that I'm on, it's the Video Game Book Club. You can go to videogamebook.club. It's on Spotify, whatever. You can also get links to everything I do at witted.co, W-H-I-T-T-I dot C-O. And you can find me at Dylan Alvento. And if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts. You can find
0: them at ward-games.com or at wardcast.com uh, or on your podcast app of choice. Just search Wardcast or on twitter at ward video games we also yeah. have a new and improved discord server you can jump on there what? and shout at us about epic Games store
1: exclusivity you definitely don't have <laughs> Please jump enough. in the
0: epic Games store channel <laughs> I, <laughs> I i i definitely i want to start conversations with folks if you've been listening to the show for a long time and you're like hey i'd like to chime in my thoughts on x y or z thing i i think multiple marvel ultimate alliances is okay then you're wrong <laughs> It's fine. Whitaker will show up and slap you. <laughs> I will. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Join us. Also, um, I want to start taking questions for the show. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, mm. so I'm, uh, I'm opening up. We have an email address at contact at ward-games.com. Send us an email. Tell us that our Account has been hacked somewhere, which is the random spam emails I get all the time on there. Nice, nice. um But yeah, ask us a question about the show. Ask us a question about game development. Everyone's been working on some projects. I want next time to get to. Joe's been working on something. Ooh, that's true. That's I want to talk about it. We'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Um. Want to talk about some of Alex's game jam game game jam games more? Um. Well, what? Talk uh, about. I'm, I'm, talk about, it, what I'm making. What it. you're working on? I'm making. What you working
1: on? on. I'll, I'll tell you after. And I'm working on something. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, just your general your your Game Jam games.
1: Yeah, Alex. yeah, yeah. Okay, we talk about them more. You want to talk about anything else?
0: Nope, that's it for now. Bye.